Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Hi, everybody. It's John Holmberg, and you're listening to the best of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Do not listen to this while driving or when full alertness is needed. The best of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. This is the Big Red Radio. Yesterday, over on uh, the 16th Street, all the way up and down 16th Street, every open area. Boom. Plushy tents. You know what I like? It's the guy who also sells blankets. Or the giant towels or whatever yeah, he's selling. I don't know what he's got. Different animals on yeah. there. Maybe your favorite team. So you got all these stolen, I don't know where they get them. Stolen. Teddy bears. That's, I can only imagine that you can get a hold of over a thousand plushy teddies. You have to steal those to sell them on a street. How much do you think they're making on that stuff? I have no clue. So they buy them for like 10 bucks and then you just sell them for sit 40 on them for a year if you miss. You know, yeah. whatever's left is like, well, that's next year. So, yeah, I don't know. They have There has to be a huge return on that. But three or four new ones right up on 16th Street. My quick trip up 16th Street. I'm like, that's new? Well, there's a different one. This dude's selling blankets and teddy bears. So for homeless people, I guess. I don't know. But, I, hey, nothing says I love you quite like I bought this on the street corner, I think. Yeah, she ain't going to know. Nope. She won't know at all. Not at all. Except for, Why does it smell like bus exhaust? Oh, that's love. It says love exhaust is what that is. It was uh, manufactured by people on a bus, probably. I don't know. It's the thought that counts, goddammit. Now start to suck it. That's how that's it works. Uh, I forgot who put it out, but they have uh, how to wake someone up on Valentine's Day. Oh, I know how. There's three. Yep, yeah, and one of them is that way. According Hurrah. to this survey, um, one of the three ways is coffee and breakfast, saying I love you, and initiating sex. Which one do they want? You got to figure that out. New study for both men and women uh, that also who watch porn more, uh, porn together have more sex than men and women who don't watch porn. You okay. keep a bottle of liquid silk on your nightstand. While they're asleep, you load up your stuff with, with this lubricant. I mean, load it up. Throw the covers off. She screams, and before she even can react, you're already going. You have to make that noise, and you're in. And that gets her coffee and Do breakfast it all the time. to bed afterwards. Yeah, that's, yeah. You got to go to work, man. It's the greatest thing in the world. Nope, sorry, honey, I got to go. You give her the hurrah, you pound away. They love it. Chicks love that stuff. The middle of the night rape is the greatest thing you can do to your wife. They love it. Love it. Like, you just you couldn't even go another minute of your life without doing it. They can't get enough. Just the attack, the pure attack in the middle of the night. And if they fight you off, you're like, eh, you're no fun. Then it's on them. It's great fun. I have to say, though, it throws you off when you have kids. Because we're in a point right now with, with our daughter where she's running in our she's room, scared of the dark all yeah. the time. I'd lock her out. And we got to we take her back to her bed. It's like constant. It's like till 1 a.m. I would have. There's not much chance for I would have floodlights in that kid's room all night long. You don't like the dark? Good. We sometimes we leave the lights yeah, on. Leave it on. You let her run in one time when you're going at it. You just let her know there is no safety room. Just stand at the door with a gun. I got it, honey. Don't worry about it. If anything comes in, tries to get you, daddy's gonna kill it. And they just, oh, geez, dad's got my back. We're compete. I don't know if the three-year-old really gets that. Fire a couple rounds. She'll understand. Right. The noise will teach her. The noise will show her. <laughs> That'll let her know daddy means beeswax. She'll never be scared again. No, never ever be scared again. You throw a couple rounds into her ceiling. You think the boogeyman's coming now? What? No, just tap your ears. The ringing will stop in a second. Does she say what scares her? Uh, Well, she thinks there's a monster in the closet. Have you done the monster spray? 
That worked a little bit for Kirby. Yeah? Someone told us about oh, the, a spray bottle. Is that where you pee in her you, closet? Well, you just spray the room down with this. I'd uh, be a bad dad. It repels. <laughs> Repels monsters. Yeah, this is ridiculous. You got to be totally stupid with these three. kids. Yeah. Well, they're mush heads. They're, like they're mush heads, and, and parents exchange these stories. And as a non-child haver, I laugh hysterically at the stupidity your lives have become. <laughs> that you act you, like you this do is, whatever. I works. know, but you act like this is a creative moment in your life, and all it is is the most manipulative way to lie to your child to make your life easier. That's what being a parent Listen, is. Listen, man. I know. It's great. I just want to sleep. I'll do anything. But isn't it funny? I will do monster sprays. Your entire goal is to make this kid... <laughs> I know, but your entire goal is to make this kid an honest, good, decent kid. And you look back at the first four or five years of its life, and all you've done to it is lie and lie <laughs> and make stuff up. And teach it that this thing's fake, but our daddy can fit and lie and We've manipulate. The and then you wonder why they become liars creatures. and manipulators and all this stuff. That's True. their first move is they try to manipulate you back. Your whole deal is like Republicans and Democrats. Well, guess what? You, you don't have to heads. develop too, too much. That naturally happens. I know. That's They're what I'm saying. I mean, you don't even, it's not even indoctrinating them to... Uh, they're These liars. Ways. They're miserable little liars. They're kids. First, the first thing a human does clever girls. is wreck. They're not that clever. It's just it's in them to just go. Well, I want. I want that. They're selfish, and uh, you know anything that's selfish that's okay. trying to sustain itself is going to figure out a way to get it. Lying is the option one. When when you know honesty didn't work, it's like oh all right, well then I'm going to lie. Mom said it was cool if I dot dot dot. Then they're off. They're off and running. And they'll they'll be doing that until they're. Until till they have kids of their own, it never stops. Yeah. You guys are doing it now. It never stops. Monster Spray is the best one because you guys share tips of how to imagine a better life. <laughs> I'll Monster Spray this stuff away so can Daddy get some goddamn sleep? <laughs> what lie will convince you that I have this under control? Yeah, it gets to a point you don't care. You just I know, want to I know. You don't care. You're, you're probably... And I wonder how much damage a psychologist says that would do, just teaching them, oh, okay, cool. Well, uh, yeah, eventually, you know, maybe that lasts a week or maybe it goes And you have longer, to find a new lie. But then they don't, uh, you know, monster spray's not working. And you have to find a new lie. Yeah, because they realize, oh, that was loads of, absolute loads of bull****, Dad. Now I have extra strength monster spray. There's nothing in your hand. Oh, I'm going to get a can of Raid. Get, get, get that Lysol. Yeah, go get a thing of Raid and Lysol and whatever. Monster spray. Awesome. Yep. That's a tough one. You can't rape your wife when you got some kid banging on the door because the, the lights are out. This will keep them out. They hate rotten eggs. Yeah. I say every time, you know, every time she moves, I, I see, I would lie the other way. I'd say, look, the one thing the boogeyman hates is movement. That's true. And if, if you just lay still when you think he's That's in there. That's a good one. If you just lay Stay in the bed and you'll be safe. Yeah, the only thing that kills the boogeyman is not making noise and being completely still for at least eight hours. <laughs> But, Boogeyman can't live. He, you, he feeds off of your energy. But I think you're saying it, it never stops. No. I mean, that, we have ShamWow, bacon cups, you're Mighty still, Putty. You're upset about the bacon cup thing. Yeah. That really just, you ordered bacon cups. You thought there was a good idea to, to replace your your bowls in your restaurant with bacon. No, we wanted to have a little fun sure. with them because you have no idea what size they are. And really, you know, after reading about it, the thing that got me is I never even confirmed the order. It's like bacon cup. Yeah. Did the rest of it. You're curious to see what it You know how costs? I knew bacon cups were little? In the commercial, they're only using two slices of bacon to make the bowl. Yeah, it's uh That's not a big bowl. I thought it was uh, four. No, I see one wrapped around the thing and one wrapped underneath it and kind of folded over. 
In the commercial, they have two. And then they have a bigger size. And I didn't see that one. I just saw the two, and I'm like, well, who, what, do you, what can you put it? And besides, it's a bacon bowl. Here's, just, here's the size, you know. And I read that, so I didn't confirm, but it already, boom. You're very upset Thank about you. This. You brought up the bacon bowl as one just of your a, disappointments. Um, turn over a muffin tin. <laughs> pretty much every yeah, day. same thing. It's the, that's exactly what I'm like. Just put them in a muffin tin. Yeah. What's, what do you need the bacon bowl for? You can still do bacon bowls, but yeah, I don't know that bacon bowls are something that... Ugh. That sounds disgusting. It does sound gross. I, yeah, that's I love bacon, but loading it up as the actual bowl... Yeah, there's you're limited excessive. on... You know, okay, if you scrambled eggs... Uh, well, I just like my scrambled eggs and my bacon on the same plate. I wasn't yeah, I ever wasn't. thinking to myself, boy, I need to pile this all in one bite. It's a novelty thing. Mm. I would spray you with spray right now. The non-bacon bowl spray, but I don't have it. It doesn't exist, so it's monster spray. Yeah, lie to your kids as much as you can. Uh, I've You had it last night. I had it yesterday in a restaurant. I, I think dumping a chick on Valentine's Day might be smarter than doing it a couple weeks before because you're actually doing the girl a favor. A lady behind me at a restaurant told the same story four times about how she got dumped two days ago. And it was like word for word like she had a routine. She, it thrilled her. It was an attention grabber that the guy she was, can you believe he broke up with me the week of Valentine's Day? I mean, we've been together for nine months and he breaks up with me on the 9th of February. Are you kidding me? You know what that is? That's an easy lay right there. Yes, it is. <laughs> and that's what I'm thinking. You're a single guy and the girl's I'm telling me that, that story. Guys, let's do other dudes' favors, bros before hoes. If you're kind of on the fence with this chick, you don't want her around for Valentine's Day, dump her week of, couple days before, and get another guy out there in there. Yeah, you know? Well, as the other guy, though, if, if this girl's telling you this, say it's today. You just have to right. wait till the 15th. Yes. Just like, oh, man, that's yep. horrible. Or if you need to talk, let me know, and then talk to her on the 14th. Like, today's don't, the last day. Don't get her anything. No. Do not. Do not. <laughs> if the last guy put in eight months and still not going to get her anything, you can't in a day. No. No. So, yeah, just tell her. Just make a date with her. Say, you know what? I got a lot to do in the next couple of days, but I'll take it. Let's go out Saturday. There you go. And oh, all right. That way your whole Valentine's week isn't ruined. That way you're kind of throwing the Valentine's thing at her, but you're not taking her out on the day. It gives out. her something to look for. So, like, right. all day on the 14th, she could go, well, I did uh, talk to this guy, so I'm going to go yeah, out tomorrow. so we're going out Saturday. Screw Dave. Oh, screw him. I'll go out with a guy on Saturday. <laughs> and she is an easy lay. And I started thinking about it yesterday. I'm like, this chick's story was so important to share. She told two people that were with her. Another person that was not related to it at all, that just came by, and a waitress. It's kind of like campaigning. I don't know what she was I doing. Think, or, but it was, or positioning herself. Or, it was an yeah. unbelievable moment of, of, of pride, almost, to sit and talk about how awful things... Can you believe what a... You know, it was kind of talking about what a jerk dudes are. And all the other girls were like, well, I'm... Everything's fine. Like, the other girls were, were great. They're going to have, like, one was going to Sedona. And then I don't know where the waitress was going. I don't even think she asked about it. She just found out through going to the table a couple times. It was fantastic. There's somebody better right around the corner. Exactly. And they all coach them. So you're right. It's a moment that guys can take advantage of, but you have to do it for other dudes. So if you're with oh. a girl right now and you're going to, yeah, dump her and uh, make it an easy kill for somebody else because the lunatic ones will go out and start banging all weekend. This could be, this could be the new kind of... I don't know, St. Patrick's Day in a way, for lonely chicks to go out and drink and bang. It always was, but now if you're dumping them, if it becomes something they kind of are like, please don't dump me, please don't, like we, it's almost like that thumbs up or thumbs down from Caesar. 
is what it becomes for women. Like, here we go on Valentine's Day, and you have earned... It's your annual review. A thumbs down. Oh, no! And then she's got to go out and drown her sorrows in some other guy's seat. I think probably one of the best breakups that have happened in the history is 472 years ago, Henry VIII broke up with his fifth wife. Lobbed her head off. Yep, for committing adultery. And that was a that was a You're woman cheating on me. She's not getting anything for but, Valentine's. But that was Day. the fifth one he was with, right? And he was lobbing heads off before that. He was known for it. So that chick cheating on him. Imagine the balls on that broad. She knew this guy's history. It's like you know he was the Charlie Sheen of his day with a little more power. He was nuts. But again, it might not have happened either. Doesn't matter. He wanted her out. He wanted. Right. He was looking to move on. Yeah. He would work in uh, Kaylin's room if you told her the thing about, look, you have to lay still and be quiet for the boogeyman. And then went and got I'm a boogeyman outfit. Oh, God. And then just stood in there and said, no, you're not moving at all. You're <laughs> not in moving. Bed. Ah, it's killing me. And then you died as the boogeyman in front of her. And then and then mommy came out and drugged the boogeyman out of the room. Nice job, Kaylin. No. You gave her credit for murder. <laughs> you did it. Your lack of movement allowed mommy uh, allowed the boogeyman to die right here in your room. Thanks, John. That's a great idea. That is a wonderful ah, idea. You're such a good kid for not moving. Or maybe I get ah. some of those, uh, like the stunt guys use, those exploding blood packs. <laughs> just and just blow up. <laughs> Lisa comes in. Do you want to try it a little bit? I know. I know you love the kid, but wouldn't it be fun to just see what happens? Oh, yeah. When a mushhead sees that. that. When a mushhead sees... Oh, I've killed. I've killed for good. She she would never be scared after no, that. No, she comes into your kitchen like Leonidas or Lionidas. I killed last night and things are going well. What do you do when Megan runs in all scared? What do you I, do? I rape her. I told oh, you that already. Yeah. I don't recommend that. <laughs> rape her. Really? Well, absolutely. It's a. It's pretty much four <laughs> times a week. There's a rape, the there's a rape man, in my house. The bed. All right, let's get him. <laughs> There he is. We don't have an under the bed for that very reason. Well, I'm afraid of under the beds. I still, I still don't like. Don't hang your feet. hand. Uh, over I you. still don't like that. All those I, horror movies of yeah. people grabbing. Legs. Forty-one years old when my feet hit the floor. <laughs> Ugh, I want a sled bed. I don't need this. I don't. There's somebody going to lay under there and cut my Achilles. Your slippers aren't beside your bed. Nope. I would no. Do you ever get that weird feeling? Like, you know, I know about the ghost thing, but yeah. like it's real dark, and so you gotta like. It's like totally dark, so you gotta get to the bedroom or like another room in the house, or you yeah. just kind of speed up a little. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> I have a you just got a double glass door in my bedroom that looks out into the backyard. Sometimes I can't sleep, and I just eyeball the outside. I swear to God, if I if I look out, my brain hates me so much <laughs> that if I look out that window for more than a minute, I see someone run across the yard <laughs> every time. And then my body does that weird chill, and I just lay there like, just hold still. It kills the boogeyman. You're, you're catching the movement. And, and I see it, and I'm like, there's something out there. Why aren't the dogs mad? That, that chill is yeah, just that, And it's just man. paralyzing. And I just lay there, and I'm like, that was real. There's something here. And then your brain's like, ah, you imagined it. No. <laughs> what if I didn't? And there's some dude back there. I've got seven dogs. If there's a dude running around the backyard, my biggest problem is my dogs hate me, too. Because if they're not barking, guy's a, ninja. a dude just <laughs> flying around at 1030. Because I've just laid down. I can't sleep. This is going to be... <gasps> what was that? 
I can remember just mid afternoon or something. Um, if you had to go down the basement to get something, like you're getting ready to play a game, oh, and oh, doing the yeah. uh, wireless communication back as you're going down the step. Hey, you still there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not doing that. I, I, or, <laughs> yeah, I'm upstairs here. Okay, I'm just going down the basement. And when you go into those, those spooky <laughs> you just have rooms. to yell loud just yeah, to make sure make everybody sure can hear you. Yeah. <laughs> it's because all those horror movies where they get yeah. knocked out and left in the basement. But when you think about the logic behind that. The guy would have to just sit there and go, I'll just wait here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's totally stupid. For the next guy. I'll sit in the darkness quietly and wait. Yeah, you're an idiot to think. Megan always does that when we're in the woods. I don't like this. There's probably somebody out here waiting. I'm like, do you really think in the middle of this wilderness that there's a guy out there just going, damn it. It's been days since someone walked through here. (laughs) I've got a kill, but I don't want to leave my spot. There might be a bear. There's a bear. That's fine. But you kind of... <laughs> bears fine. don't exactly, you know, do the Scooby-Doo sneak Even they up. give you some Yeah, warning. they give you like a... Bruh, they don't <laughs> want you around. They're scared of you. What are you doing here? Yeah, bears aren't like... Ah, <laughs> All right. Just quietly bear up behind them. No, bears are noisy. <laughs> Farting and burping and crushing the ground. They don't care. You walk up on a bear. It's the other way around. You sneak up on them accidentally. They're scared of you. But yeah, try that tonight. With uh, Kalen. Okay. Just turn all the lights on. (laughs) (laughs) Today we're comboing up the Thursday and Friday show. All in one. Leaving. Fusion. On a chair. Hopefully uh, I'm not back. That means I've done my work and no longer have to ever return. Waking up at four in the morning. Hopefully this Vegas thing pays off one day. (laughs) My real love. Valentine's Day. I just got a text from uh, Megan's mom because today's my anniversary. It says, happy anniversary, John. Don't rape our daughter. Enjoy Las Vegas. Man. And the answer to that is simply no. (laughs) You have a different kind of relationship. Look, I bought her. She's not yours anymore. Signed her over. Signed her over. You look. It's you like, bought her. How yes. much was she? It's like uh, very expensive, Eric. It's a daily fee. <laughs> it's like uh, having a car that you had for years and years, and you finally pat it on the trunk and say, "Well, here's the title," and you hand it over. And you can't get mad when the new owner takes a four wheeler. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> my mom. I wonder. Now, see, it would be awkward if my mom texts Megan that. Don't rape our son. <laughs> happy, happy anniversary. That's my job as a quality husband, is it not? Right? Would that embarrass Megan if you, if, if my mom did? Absolutely. No, I mean if you were right next and next to her and her mom texted over about raping her. Uh, eh, maybe. <laughs> what do you care? What I, you know what I'd do? I'd rape her. <laughs> I just, I'd tell her, hey, you got no right to. This is. Let's get it on. But she said not to rape her. And, her and I said no. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I answered that with no. I'm going to do it a lot. That's what we agreed on at the wedding. We're the only one that can do that to each other, right? That's part of being married. Don't so. they have I to miss consent? that part of it. Yeah. The vows. They kind of have to consent to the rapes. Does she? Oh, yeah. She just doesn't know when they're coming. Every time? Uh, do you even give her a yep. chance to consent? Or do oh, you? no. She's in. She's all in, man. 100 percenter. The only times I'm not allowed to do it is if she does a self-tan. Gassy. <laughs> if they're self-tan or gas. And I'm pre-warned, usually. And that's pretty much enough to keep the bear at bay. Because the last thing you want is that surprise sex in the middle of the night to turn into a fart festival. Flowing. <laughs> yeah. 
Just don't want that. So it's a good morning before bed. Oh, I'm feeling a little bloated. All right. Put the liquid silk in the drawer. It's not happening. We're at DEFCON 1. Yeah, and then when there's a self-tan, I know it because there's an extra sheet on her side of the bed uh, that she has to, because otherwise she'll turn everything pumpkin at DEFCON 1. Yeah, and then when there's a self-tan, I know it because there's an extra sheet on her side of the bed uh, that she has to, because otherwise she'll turn everything pumpkin orange in the room. Very odd. Do you, Tim, do you put that in like a little bit? You don't have to because you're Mexican, yeah. Naturally brown. Yeah, Megan does that because she stays out of the sun. She burns so fast. She's so. clear if she doesn't she, put yeah, it on. She's she got to be careful. You won't see her. Very strange. So, yeah, so those are the nights that I'm like, okay, got to watch that. And then, of course, the obvious times when she's impure. Right. Those don't happen. That's horrible. That stops the bear. Oh, the bear is not interested. You know, it's funny. They say the bear smells blood. <laughs> There's a reason For why. Miles. For miles. It's so he knows what to avoid. Yeah, the bear's the bear's completely at bay at that. Come on. Everybody knows it. It's what you do to your wife. You have the weird, freaky stuff, and I'm just open about it. That's all. It's not me so much. It's your daughter that's weird. She likes it, so it's not my fault. <laughs> just stumbled across how awesome it is, and so now it's... Happy anniversary. Yeah, happy anniversary. I wished her that this morning. I said, all right. She self-tanned yesterday, so I didn't get to do anything. But I said, happy anniversary. So sweet. And then you have to do that weird kind of hover over kiss goodbye because if I touch her, I turn orange or she gets a handprint on her for the next four days. How many years has it been? Since uh, I last had sex with my mom. No. <laughs> Anniversary. Without the rape. Uh, it's four years, if you can believe that. Wow. How about that? Flew by, huh? That is yeah. crazy. So you're that saying when she, uh, the self-tanning, it looks like she gets up out of the bed, it looks like someone left a circus peanut in yes, the bed? Yes, it does. Uh, it's exactly it. That's ex I've called her curves. a circus peanut because when you first put it on, it's just this inhuman oddness that she's orange to a... But it, it doesn't and then it dry that way. And then it tones in. Right. It? It turn well, she doesn't use a lot because does, she doesn't want to turn into an orange. It's just enough to be kind of like normal tan. That's horrible to call anybody a circus peanut. That is the worst candy it ever. It is nice yeah. curves yeah, well, yeah. And you peanut. trust me, you can't eat it when she is a circus peanut because it smells like <laughs> this weird toxic orange body spray. It's weird. It's a, it's like a bad axe spray. She doesn't harden up like a circus peanut but if you open the bag. No. Okay, good. You, you still gotta, eat you those, Brady? Never, I never have. Oh, I just okay. had my neighbor, Bob Ray, he'd have a bag of circus peanuts Disgusting. and it was nightmares. Two degrees away from rape. The conversation went to Circus Peanut. <laughs> How does he do it? It's amazing. His ability to... You suck me in. Now, he I brought know. Up circus he brings, peanuts brings up like, oh, weirdness. So disgusting. I hate yeah. him. Now, Eric, I've seen someone rape a Circus Peanut. Yeah? Yeah. Bob Ray. He, he raped That's Circus Peanut. He watched penis the guy bang a Circus is. Peanut. Go on. What's the end of the joke? Yeah, go ahead, because your discomfort with sexual chatter has turned into circus <laughs> peanut rape. Happy anniversary. Start naming midgets like you did yesterday. That'll, that'll get you right off the topic. Yeah, have you ever been dumped on Valentine's Day, Mo? No. No? I got emails from a guy who says, I got dumped on Valentine's Day two years in a row. Right after, right after we got back from dinner, both girls did the exact same thing. That's uh, awesome. You don't have to, to me, get them anymore. I know. I want to say goodnight right here. Well, he bought him dinner on Valentine's Day, took him back home and said, ah, this is it. I want to. And here's where I think the problem is. He said, uh, the exact same crap two years in a row. They said, quote, I want to say goodnight here right at the front door. And it was all over. And then he, in big capital letters, C words. 
Well, wait a minute. So you know, one day they were just dates? Yeah, they're just a date on Valentine's Day. Oh, there you go. You don't do that. You didn't get dumped. What? He's not listening to our rules. Obviously. You, yeah. You... <laughs> exactly. Never mind. Why'd you read that one? Because <laughs> it's funny. Uh, and then this guy says, this is pretty awesome for Valentine's Day. Best plushie tent in Phoenix is in Queen Creek. You can get flowers, candies, plushies, and fresh seafood from Rocky Point. No blankets, there though. There you this go. No That's right. Again, nothing says I love you like side-of-the-road fish. Yeah, we should have Eric selling fish out of the van today. We'll pick up some shrimp over at the AJ's. You don't want to sell Mo? Yeah. <laughs> Most fish is free, Brady. Oh. Yeah. Plushie tent of fish and plushies. I couldn't what resist. I mean, you have totally not paid attention to the date on the calendar. If you're like, holy sh**, man, it's Valentine's. You got it covered. Dinner? Uh, uh, there's a dude. What do you sell? Fish. Plushy toys. One of each, please. <laughs> I got you this because I've been thinking about you since late January. It's a trout. Did you get me a fish and a plushy toy? I did, baby. Took me months. I shopped all over the place. I actually drove to Rocky Point for the fish. Here's your 125-pound sailfish. <laughs> Trapped it myself. You what? Is that? Uh, it wasn't a side road fish, I promise. Oh, and with the weather creeping up close to 90 by tomorrow. Oh, side road fish is at its best when it's already starting to cook. What the hell is that all about? I have no idea. That's way too early for that. I don't like it. It's ruining my side road fish buys. This is the season of side road fish, and if it's 90 outside, I'm I'm just, risking it. Just go 100 yards up the road and get some jerky. Yeah. Well, the jerky, Elk, the jerky at least can't go bad. It already starts off yeah, ruined. it's safe. Right. Get your lady some jerky. The first guy who opened up his igloo cooler and said, hey, seems to be kind of an audience for this. I think I'm going to put up a sign. <laughs> I caught some fish down in Rocky Point, and I want to sell it to strangers. Is that... Oh, I'm in. I'm in. What do you got? I just, The blue ones, and then there's a couple little ones. You you kept it iced up the whole way up? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's been iced no, up. No worries. Right in the back of the Bronco, too. It's uh, It made the trip. That one's still swimming. Well, it's fresh. And done it in that hand-painted sign. Yeah. Just has mites all over it. Oh, yeah. So does the guy selling it, by the way. He is a bed bug. It's not even like he's just a full-grown bed bug. Get a job, goddammit. If you have money to go to Rocky Point and catch fish, you're not doing so bad to have to stand on the side of the road and sell it back to me. Rocky Point's a resort. It's not a quick hitter. Go grab some fish so you can make your income. I can't imagine the return on investment is that good for the eight-hour drive to Rocky Point, the day to fish it out. Then drive back. I don't believe that it's fresh from Rocky Point. I really don't. I think it's from Safeway. Do you want to buy? I am Bobo Gump. <laughs> Do I talk into Bobo Gump? All right, Bubble. Bobo. Well, how much for the how much for the street fish and that teddy bear? God, this is a good day. <laughs> you have one score. Scored. See, quarters on. I got you the same thing. <laughs> oh, I know where you bought this. I'm not eating that. Why does mine say Corazon? Because it's uh, we live in Arizona. It's a beautiful heart. Corazon. L'amour. I just keep thinking of a calzone. I'm very Corazon. Yeah, delicious. That's an Italian <laughs> That's <too> guy. close. <laughs>
<laughs> street calzones and uh, teddy bears with Italian phrases like forget about it. Open your mouth. That's what you could get, Lisa, tonight. Maybe a little nice calzone with B yeah. mine written in the <laughs> tomato sauce on the top. How come my teddy bear says Charlie M? <laughs> Charlie M? You make me pop your eye out of your skull for Charlie M? Sorry. Casino moment. Uh, are we ready? What's what musically is uh, available? To oh, me? here's your thing. Where's your air? Yeah, where am I going, John? Rural and Broadway to the Safeway today. Sign up for tool tickets, uh, which will be available tomorrow morning on sale at 10 a.m. Uh, it's happening March 27th at U.S. Airways. If you want to go see Tool, they are back. And uh, the tickets are on sale, but Eric's going to give them away this morning. NHRA tickets, that's happening a week from Friday. That's uh, eight days from now. You can go over there to the uh, the new Wild Horse Pass Raceway. It's going to be pretty fun to see the NHRA races, which is an New eargasm. track. Great track. Eargasms galore. If you've never been, don't be snooty about it. Because that's how I was. But I was like, oh, it's, it's just a weird motorsports crowd. And No, it's a lot of people who get it. And that noise, bring your kids like Toledo did, and watch the fear of God go through their body the first time that foot hits the pedal. Oh, yeah, would, uh, and cure if it Kaylin. is. Oh, it would cure her, all right. Oh there's there's something worse than the boogeyman out there. <laughs> you want that that funny car blowing by your house. Oh, it's just so cool. And so. if it is your first time, there is a dress code. It's um, cocktail attire. It is, so. yes. You have to. You know, resort casual is Saturday, but cocktail attire the rest of the time. If you're going to be there past five, we absolutely request that it's formal. Uh, NHRA tickets, that's next weekend. Uh, he's got all the shirts and CDs, DVDs, all that stuff. Eric's heading the va- van out there. Rural and Broadway to the Safeway if you want to go grab stuff. And the most selling are street fish on the side <laughs> if you're interested. Right out of the back of the van for Valentine's Day. She's giggling like a little street fish salesman. <laughs> uh, what do you got Andy in the Vegas deep into the yeah, fish. Boy, oh boy. I take a, take a bite of that street fish here, uh... He was kidding. I'm not. You know what? That fish wasn't as big as I thought it would be. Like that guy that went up to the yeah, van the tomorrow middle. last week. You know, your boobs aren't as big as uh, yeah. you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. But anyway. What are you selling, minnows? Or, mm. You're pretty and everything, but. And don't email me or text me or anything else. But you know what? Fish the dude selling inside was pretty good. Because guess what? You're never going to talk me into it. Ever. Well, you talk Brady into it. We had that conversation. Talking Brady into eating yeah. food is nothing. He'd buy fish yeah. out of a Hey, Brady, man. there's something buried out there. Oh, uh, where? I don't know. Here's a treasure map to this fish I buried. Haven't yet, but it's sure making me digging. hungry. <laughs> I can't find that fish you buried. Keep digging. You'll find it. Okay. We, we got in that argument. Remember how trustworthy you are? Oh, he'd eat you the get cheese in the back the of the van. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why not? People are good. There's no bad people. Seriously? There's a 10-pound wheel of Gouda in the back? Yeah, come on. It's in. all yours. Yeah, that's what you know. My favorite thing. About, does Gilbert even have school buses anymore? Yeah, because my neighborhood, I don't think does. I think everybody's so worried that their kids are going to get molested and raped and stolen that I think they've just eliminated the school bus. The they line around the block at the elementary school is is ridiculous. And Hopi Elementary, where I used to live, unbelievable. You couldn't even go out of the house at three o'clock. It was just a line. I don't think they do school buses anymore. At GCS, there's no school buses. What, oh, there aren't. You have to drive everybody in. Yeah. So at a, at a religious school, such faith, but not in humanity enough to, well, we can't put them on a bus and not have them in our sights. There's too many rapey people in the world. Thanks, Jesus. God bless. Let's pay the bills to the Christian school. They don't even have a bus that takes them home to tell people. That They've it, got, you know, like if they're going to sporting events and stuff in vans, but I've never, no, 
I've never noticed you a bus pulling up. You have to pick your kid up. No, they can walk home. Oh, they can walk home. Okay, but do they? Some do. Oh, man. Yeah. Those kids are doing Because it's in, you know, in a neighborhood, basically. In this day and age. All those rapies standing outside there waiting for the bell to ring. I love that. Even at a religious school, they're like, no way. I'm picking mine up. But I noticed the one around the corner and... The elementary school in my neighborhood, same thing. There's buses, but the cars lines. are lined up. Yeah, parents won't you, let their you, kids. Uh, you know, hit it at two forty-five. You're in trouble. Misery. Yeah, nobody. Everybody thinks that their kids are so desirable that they just can't even take a bus home and walk the quarter mile from the bus to their house without. But it's easier in Arizona because you can go anywhere you want. It seems like, like if you lived in, uh, you know, Gilbert, and you want your kid to go to. A Mesa High sure, School. Sure, yeah. They changed all that stuff. Yeah. There's no more boundaries. Just take more. Seems that. Because parents were willing to drive it. It's crazy. You want to assemble the good sports teams. Oh yeah. You got to get the kids. You got to get the black kids out of their neighborhood and into your school, but not into your neighborhood. That's basically what that was. <laughs> That's what happened at uh, Chandler. They were the first ones in on that, and they started to get all their kids get recruited out of Chandler into like Mountain Point and stuff. It's like, wait a second. Why don't we have any black kids on our teams? And this whole school is black. Uh, we have to have a rule that if it's a stand-up ATM, you're allowed two transactions at the most when there's a line behind you. And if anything goes south in either of those, you start over. You go into the back of the line and you start. Not over. a bad plan. Yeah, you know, you, you're allowed your your transaction. Then maybe if you got another one, you got to do that's fine. Lady in front of me, the and only a woman would do this. No man would do this. Is depositing a check in the. Uh, ATM and oh, and it says on the thing it because uh, desert schools now their ATMs you shoot the check in there and it'll give you a picture of the check and say amount correct right and then it'll give you the amount she is fumbling around with stuff and I'm standing there like you got to be kidding me lady let's go now keep in mind I've got a plane to catch in about a two hours so I'm in a little bit more of a hurry she doesn't know there's two people behind me fumbling around fumbling around I'm, she's she's short enough that I can see the screen finally the check goes in amount Four dollars and eighteen cents personal check, and I thought to myself, only a woman would force someone to write them a check for four dollars and eighteen cents for anything. There is no way a man would be like, "Hey, you owe me four eighteen. Give me that check." We would throw that check away. Four dollar and eighteen cent check. She must have been standing at the ATM for eight or nine minutes trying to figure out where the check goes. Everything else, four dollars. You pull out a five dollar bill. That I almost did. I was like, "Look, if it's this, I'm just here. Here's ten bucks. <laughs> Look at this. You're rich. Get out of line. <laughs> I had to deposit this. And it's cash. No, four dollars and eighteen cents. That meant that just earlier, just probably minutes earlier, she had some friend going, "Thank you for the Jimmy John sandwich. Here's a check. Now, what do I owe you? Four dollars and eighteen cents." A yeah. penny saved is a penny earned. I know. Moron. But her time had no value because she stood at the ATM and wasted $4.18 worth of time. Then she started another transaction. I'm like, no. you got to stop now. I almost punched her in the back of the head. I, One. Can't, I can't pull out $2. I just want half of the check. Right. So, so the whole line moans when you hear, boop, boop, boop. She starts her pin again. Oh. The whole line, I'm like, <laughs> we're all feeling it. It was awful. But two transactions, you goof any of them up, you go to the back of the line. It should be mandatory. It should be something to where the machine actually has to flash. Uh-oh, back of the line, back of the line. And you have to start That's all tough over. when there's an ATM line. 
pressure's on. Oh, pressure's on. Get it done. Yeah, if you don't, you just you Turn act around. like you completed it. Go to another bank. Go down the road to another bank and start another transaction. Uh, I hit the wrong yeah. one. Oh, I flashed. Uh, Cancel. Receipt. Receipt. Exactly. Move forward at the ATM. And ladies, $4.18 among friends, or even if that's the business you're in, uh, that's not a depositable check. That's nothing. That's nothing. You take your $4.18 and you stuff it up your ass. That's what you do with that. There's no... That's more than a gallon of gas, John. I don't know oh, what you're talking about. It's, it's, it's barely a gallon of gas. And this lady's putting it in her savings. Maybe she won that, you know, playing wolf in a golf game. No. And she you got paid. It. Yeah, you're going to get paid. Jim Knapp. No, Jim Knapp, I, he's got it. He told me, he said, tell Brady. He texted me this morning, Brady wants some money, like $2. Oh, wow. He's the old lady I'm talking about. He's got to Jeez. deposit that check. I'll write you a check. Wait, wait. So no, you owe him? No, no. We all, everybody owes. No, Jim Knapp's the guy who charged the points. Yeah. But. yeah, it was ridiculous, yeah. though. But but no guy would ever say it. You owe me 418 Right. Would, I, would, you, would you ever make me pay you that? I'll leave it up later. No. We'll get it to you. I'll get this it, it all depends on the situation. Like, if it's a... I mean, there would be time to square up. I wouldn't have to do it on the ATM, nor would but I need would to would you that. wash 418 If you wrote me a check for 418 I'd save your money. <laughs> exactly. That's my point. Only broads. That's why you watch women at a lunch going through that bill. They'll get it down to 418 Somebody wrote a check. That was a girl lunch that resulted in that check. Because a girl lunch will end up being, okay, Susan owes $6, but all I had was a tea. All right, it's $6.19 because you had some salad, too. I might pull a Ricky Henderson and frame that check. Frame it, yeah. I wouldn't cash that. Oh, I wanted to hit her in the back of the head so hard. Just smash her against the ATM. <laughs> you realize that the 11 minutes it took you to do this, everybody lost about 418 in time. <laughs> I don't know how the machines work. And the bank was open. Worst part. She could have gone in, and but she was probably embarrassed. Why didn't you go in then? Because I, I needed some money out, and there was a line inside. Shit, I didn't realize when I saw it. I'm like, that. I'm surprised there isn't more line rage. Oh, line rage think is a about thing. It. It's a real thing. And Starbucks. at In Vegas, I counted 31 people in line when I oh, stopped. Yeah. And it went around the corner, and I'm like, there's something. I don't need it that bad. No, how does anyone like coffee that much? It's, yeah, there's some magical powers. And they're all happy. Like, there's nobody in a Starbucks line going, come on, come on. They're all thrilled. Like, I'm getting it, I'm getting it, I'm getting it. It's part of the deal. It's weird. It's yeah. an honor to be in that line. Yeah, it, I guess that's, <laughs> that must be how they feel. Because I walk, I can't stand in lines. I'm terrible. I have three, yeah. four people, I'm like, I'm I out. do the same thing. I'm out. I'll, I'll just, just, I'll do something else for a little while. Some, other, goes away. some other time, I'll get yep. that taken care of. It can't be that important right now. I'm not going to stand in line. I won't stand in line for m- most anything. But that Starbucks line. And the ATM line. Yeah, I'm surprised, too. That and Maybe when it hits 140 this summer, there'll be some more line raging. Because Oh, yeah. I'll long. even do it driving in. Like, sometimes coming to work, I'll go to Starbucks. Yeah. And if I see too big a line in the drive-thru, yep. Yep. I'm out of there. Yep. I might try to hit up another Starbucks. There's plenty of them. Yeah, there's, there's no reason corner. to sit at one. I don't understand that. But, yeah, there's something in it. Maybe we could get a, bar- a barista here at the station. Oh, They'll that'd do be it. Sweet. Starbucks would open one. If you, oh, I think all you have to do is ask, and they put one up. We have an open office. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll put up Starbucks. Toledo would have a heart attack. Oh, uh, he'd be dead. He'd be too much. He's caffeine. in line right now. <laughs> I speaking of, I flew over uh, the Cubby's facility coming in Sunday. Man, oh man, did Looking that get me? Good. That thing is perfect. It's beautiful, and to be associated with the Cubs. <laughs> I mean, it's think about it. The Chicago Cubs have a shiny new, beautiful facility. I never thought I'd say those words. It's gorgeous. So spring training's right a week and a half away. We get the ah, good. If anybody Lord. talks crap about our team, well, we got a new spring yeah. training facility. The best. 
Shut up! Spring training facility ever! <laughs> Take that, A's! You're going to our cast-offs. You're banging our fat champs. Yeah, two-time yeah. champs. Yeah. A's. Two-time West champs. A's. Ouch. The A's have a better thing. Anyway, what are you going to do? We're going to we're gonna win the Cactus League and then celebrate. And uh, March will you know, make us happy, and then the rest of the year will suck. And it'll be 150, but we'll live through it. Not so bad. Yeah, it was a little warm. A couple of days up there, a little warm. And I'd like to congratulate Las Vegas for another. Boy, that's a. No, that's not right. The uh, I don't know. It woke you up took a too. cock with you? I guess I had a cock. Well, it might as well have because I lost it. There it is. It's <laughs> out my butt. <laughs> yep. I, I, I didn't get the big text. I, like, I, see no, you efforts later. I'm no, out of here. I was trying. I was trying to get it. I had a couple of uh, just huge high throws, just flame throwing this week, and see if I can pull it in a couple of moves and. Oh. I got one that worked and one that didn't, and the one that didn't was a killer. But, yeah, it was a uh, congratulations, Vegas. You, you're you still in business, Daniel. It's a prize fight, man. It is. Yep. Keep keep going, John. You keep, throw a few bombs. Keep he fighting. throws a few bombs. You know, it's been a time or two up there where I've come out of there feeling like Vegas was worse for wear this time. It wore me out, but it was fun. Good times. A lot of... Uh, a lot of funny in Vegas on Valentine's weekend. I never really paid attention, having been there. How much before. love is in the? How much whore love <laughs> is in the air? It's so awesome to watch the the the, I don't, the the combination of Las Vegas and Valentine's Day is like a girl's. Uh, she has no idea what to do here because it's a guy's got to treat her right, but she still has to act like a whore. So they're all in restaurants, and guys are in suits, and they're all, you know, they're playing the part of like, you know, loving, doting husband, boyfriend, whatever. And she is the absolute tramp. We're going to the club after this, but this dinner better be romantic. Kind of very opposite. It's not a romantic day, but they still try to have romance involved while it's they're. It's almost prom like, it sounds like. In, except for your nipples are out. It's prom night with nipples. Slutty prom night. Yeah, it's it's whore prom night. As well, and it's awesome because these girls are so... The, it's just the opposite. There's no like that, I love you so much, you're the light of my life. It's, after you eat this steak, I'm going to bang you in the ass. It's that kind of like romance. There's no... But first we club. <laughs> right. First we have to dance. Then you're going to take me in the shower. Hurt me. It's really odd, but it was funny to watch because you could see the girls who were... This is so romantic. Your nipple showing. I know. It's supposed to be. Very Any, strange. Uh, walks of shame the next morning? Uh, there were a few. Afternoon? There were a I few. A couple of, you can tell who's just been buried. But there was a lot of coupling. So it wasn't like, the, the girls who were single, there were gaggles of chicks there. But it was very couples this weekend. It was very, it was odd. It was a different style of Las Vegas. So couples would you say um, the affliction meter was at about a five midway, or was it? Uh, um, the affliction meter was kind of low. It wasn't a swinging crank weekend. It was couples. A lot of, you know, you weren't going out there to get laid. Although you could have. It was mostly guy and girl. Already coupled up. I bet you there was a lot of uh, coupling, coupling, couplings that were going. I bet you there. So was you a met lot a couple. No, I didn't. I didn't. I wouldn't no. have done it. No, I'm not in Vegas. I would party in the in the suite. One penis per room. It's the rule. But maybe yeah. you meet a. What about a lesbian couple? And got no interest in that. It's a dream to think it, but <laughs> the reality of it is, <laughs> you no got penises. No, Come on. I know, but you got a uh, couple Napolitanos up in the room. Oh, maybe yeah. lipstick. Three, three no, sets they of don't lips. exist. That's not a real. Don't thing. kill the dream. Guys. I know the dreams. The dreams. I don't want it to be dead, but it's it's not a reality. It's <laughs> sure. I'd sooner. Portia, Ellen, get out of here. Sooner bang someone from the Lego movie than that's more of a reality than. 
two hot lesbians that want to have sex with you and your wife. That's just not a thing. I wish it was, but it's not a real thing. If it is, you're paying for okay, it. Okay, guys, back off. It's that's, my turn. That's what it is. Holmberg, on your back. How does this thing strap together again? Get out of here. Just go away. <laughs> The only way I can give you pleasure, man. It's Vegas. Uh, who, invited, who invited these two up here? <laughs> Why are you guys in my room? You guys, a couple of dudes hanging. We're not dudes hanging out. You're a woman, I think. Oh, yeah. I don't. I just. I wish that was a reality. I wish porn. Had We're gonna role stuff. play. I'm gonna try from South America. You're a missionary. <laughs> Spread your legs. <laughs> it just is not a a real thing. Speaking of marriage, a lady just emailed me, and she was uh, she's like, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. And I hear you guys talking about how you think it's stupid. Well, then how come all your advertisements are for Valentine's Day if you guys hate it so much? Like, because I do the Shane Company stuff. I'm like, look. She has a point. Pro she, flowers, she, she has a point when you look at it like that. There's the reality of how I feel about it and the reality of what it is. I know, I don't I look, And here's my argument to that. How many of those commercials do you hear say, ladies, Valentine's Day's coming up. Have you got your guy anything yet? On the That's pro flowers, the I, th I throw it you in there throw finally. It in. I was like, hey, you know what? Yeah. Get the guy something, yeah. but it's kind of a nudge. I don't a know, flowers. I don't either. <laughs> we, get, we get the gifts that girls want. Not the want flowers, yeah. the berries. Okay. Well, maybe. I'll be honest with you. As a man, I don't want berries. I don't want fruit, and I don't want flowers. I want a man gift. Flowers are for the ladies, Well, for but if mom. she came in there with those uh, chocolate-covered strawberries, you I'd know. I'd eat one. Oh, I'd eat one, yeah. but it would be like, but yeah, it, well, at least she thought for a second. Especially dressed. Ooh, well. Kind of make it set in the, uh, that mood if she stepped up and but let's and face something. it, Brady, that'd be pretty cool. The berries aren't the gift at that point. No, right? But they just add to it. They get away with murder on this one. They have to give you sex, which is what their job is as your wife or girlfriend anyway. And they they treat it like a gift. Here's a treat for this is a gift. If we ever said, you know what, I got gotcha. you, wang. You can try that for Valentine's. You can try it. Wrap it, it up. And be Put like, a little oh, bow she's going to be all bothered by it. Here's my little wang. <laughs> Is there a ring in it? Uh-huh. What? No, it's just my wang. I got you That's my wang. That's it? Oh. Well, I get that all the time. Oh. It's because they got us trained better than we got them trained. Listen to commercials, lady. Valentine's Day is for you. That's, as a man, our complaint. The reality of it is, is we don't really get a good thing. Like Eric said yesterday when his wife said, I want this, this, and this. And then he fired off, well, I would like this and this. And then the conversation just ended. Well, you're not supposed to ask for stuff. And it got quiet. Yeah, it gets quiet immediately. Oh, I was telling you what I wanted for Valentine's Day. You have needs? Yuck. So, yeah, bottom line is that's what it is. The reality of it is it's a, it's a girl holiday for girls. And guys have to perform. A couple or, of guys know. might get um, Dollar Shave Club. That'd be a great gift. Day. That's actually a really good gift. But yeah. it's the thought that said, I got you something. But none of the ads are ever aimed at get your dude something. You know? Because the 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 uh, downside of it is if she went out and did set up the dinner or reservations, all that, now you're lazy. <laughs> right. Well, that's, that's what I'm not, saying. I mean, it needs Guys, are, it's tough to win on Valentine's Day for yeah. a girl who likes Valentine's Day. You find the girl that's like, ah, Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day. We'll have a nice dinner. Big deal. That's fine. But you do have chicks out there that make it a big deal. And that's clear and evident because all the ads are like, all right, please her or else. They're all written that way. The plush tents are out. Don't screw this up. Yeah, even the deadbeats with plushies that they collect from last year and put a new year on them have already started to set up on corners. Well, Kate, can't you talk to your, your boys at Shane Company and say, oh, hey, yeah. I want to sell a, a guy getting a... They, some jewelry, they will huh? do that every once in a while, but then it's it's almost always like that nudge and laugh because the girls you can almost hear them when you read it. Like, <laughs> I'm not kidding, right? 
All I have to do is show my boobs. Yeah, it's true. Because we're dogs. Like, yeah, I got some magic. Do you want a gold chain or something? Come on. Yeah, get a nice nugget chain. Big old nugget ring. Again, it's jewelry. Dudes don't really clamor for that. It's still a girl giving you a gift. Is oh, more of the Italians of the world. The Italians. Yeah, the Italians. World. If you're dating an Italian, get him a pinky ring for Valentine's Day. He might cry. <laughs> this might be the most beautiful. This might be the most beautiful Valentine's Day. Hold on. Get it together. <laughs> He's the most beautiful Valentine's Day gift I ever got. And you made me some pasta. You are yeah. the, you are the best guma. <laughs> My wife didn't give me nothing. This pinky ring. <laughs> Look at me over here, blubbering like a lady. <laughs> I can't. Pinky ring. I'm going to wear it in front of my wife, and I'm going to tell you, you know, my guma kiss. <laughs> so if you're dating an Italian, then you got that. But yeah, so don't get on my ass, lady. I know what the reality of Valentine's Day is versus what the uh, impression I have of it. And they're different, but I'm not stupid. I'm not, I, I know I'm not changing the world overnight. Typical argument on our Facebook or on our text, actually, from a chick. You guys have football season. We get Valentine's Day. Isn't that fair enough? Shut up. No, because football season isn't a gift from you. <laughs> right. Football season is something we're interested in. We yeah. enjoy. Yeah. We didn't. You don't you buy don't us stuff us for football, football season. season. You just leave us alone. And we don't. Not well either. either. Not very good no. at it. Yeah. You're, a lot of times you're terrible at it. <laughs> Bitch and moan about it every Sunday. Yeah, that's a gift from you. Football season. You're a crazy woman. You guys have football season from us. I give him six months out of the yeah. year. <laughs> right. Every single day. And it's not enough. We're looking at nine, ten months. We need more. Yeah. yeah so anyway, you're holding us hostage, and we know it, and that's okay. We've accepted that. But any guy who accepts sex as a gift from his wife has put sex with his wife in a different category, and that's the gift you're going to get. That's fine. Morning sickness rule. Can't like what er- You can't do that. Like what Eric did the other day. Your wife starts telling you what she wants for Valentine's Day. You tell her. You know what I like? Those Cubs tickets. They're on sale. Bam. Some spring training tickets. That's, that's easy. A good and that's cheap, me. too. It's nothing. Yeah, it's lawn tickets are 10 bucks. Yeah. It's awesome. If you want to spend a little more, ladies, great, great idea. Buy your uh, husband or boyfriend a new Ford at Sanderson Ford. <laughs> get him an F-150. Yeah, because guess what? They're going to want theirs to be equal. Thank you, NASCAR Brady. <laughs> yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> Sanderson Ford, you're good people, but that was dumb, Brady, because you just put... I got okay. you a car. Oh, God, I bought you the Taj Mahal. <laughs> okay, don't spend that much. Yeah. Get them Prism TV from Century. That's and let's better. be honest, who's really paying for that Ford that you're yeah, buying? Yeah, exactly. You are. <laughs> hey, you haven't made the payments on that. I thought it was a gift. <laughs> put it on the That's credit card. <laughs> Man, it's a screwy holiday. We know it. But call, but don't call me out on that, lady. I understand the reality. It's not even a holiday. It's not. You don't get the day off. No. Well, for yeah, us this it year, it is. well, we do this year, but it's nice. well, we do because I said so. I yeah. It's a vacation yeah. day. We got. We're knocking out a vacation. Brady loves day for or John loves Valentine's Day so, so much. much. I'm taking the day off. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm spending it with my true love. Money. I got a Las yeah. Vegas tournament. They invited me to. It starts Friday. I can't be here. <laughs> Money is my love. And I bring my other truth, my gumar to money, Megan, and I go up to Vegas. And they You realize that what you're doing to us. Yeah, I'm making you guys have a day. I know, I thought about it. I actually, you know, I actually did when I said, you know, let's take the 14th off so I can go do this turn. I mean, have a lovely Valentine's Day. Megan was the one who's like, let's do the tournament. I'm like, sweet. When? It was the 14th. And I'm like, oh, added pressure. Uh, uh, now we're fine. And then I was like, if we take that 14th off, ooh. The boys are going to be in hell. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> gotta, you get to 
You're off on Valentine's yeah. Day? Plus, it's a Friday. Um, it really puts the heat on. I know. I apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I had stuff. I had stuff, I had stuff fall on my you lap. I'm sorry. the whole day together. I'll take the day off, too, and you can plan something. <laughs> Uh, Especially Brady, his wife oh, doesn't work. Yeah. He's really doomed. Oh. <laughs> you can't sit on the couch all day. That that spectacular holiday. Good luck with that. You're going to be driving to Sedona and you won't even know it. What the hell? How did we get in the car? How did I get here? It's the next exit. Oh my God, we're in Sedona. I have been hypnotized. Holmberg. Here, uh, according to Amazon.com, they just released its annual list of the 20 most romantic cities in the country. So if you're looking to take a little weekend rendezvous for Valentine's Day, it's based on sales of romance novels, relationship books, romantic comedies, music by Barry White, Luther Vandross, and uh, other smooth romantic singers, and products like condoms and lube. Mm. So throw that into the mix. <laughs> Here's the 20. All right. Most romantic cities in America. Okay. Barry White and Lube, basically, is your <laughs> catalyst for this study. San Antonio, Texas. Very, very lubed up. Seattle, Washington. Knoxville, Tennessee. Miami, Florida. Alexandria, Virginia. Orlando, Florida. Vancouver, Washington. Cincinnati, Ohio. Spokane, Washington. Dayton, Ohio. Columbia, South Carolina. San Jose, California. Murfreesboro, Tennessee, Round Rock, Texas. A lot of hillbillies. Wow. Yeah, hillbillies are banging they my got City, to do. South Dakota, Las Vegas, Nevada. There you go. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hmm. Everett, Washington. That's Willie Erie, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Clearwater, Florida. A lot no of easy, horny, huh? small hillbilly towns. And then yeah, Vegas. Pretty much. And Forget Vegas. Paris. We got Dayton. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. I mean... Nothing going on. Yeah, you got nothing to do. That's why teen pregnancy rates are so high. Those yeah. people are getting married when they're 17. There's nothing going on. Talk about walking in the wilderness. Every day feels like February in those small towns. You just want to have sex and work at the oil plant or wherever it is you go. Steel, making steel. ketchup. <laughs> Out of that. Whatever your town is into. <laughs> Whatever your town <laughs> digs for and sells to real cities. We have the big hall over there. We mine all day, and then I come home to my misery and make love to my wife with lubricant. I'm 17. <laughs> I'm 17 years old. I've been working in the mills since I was four. Got an education up to six. How come there's so many fat princesses? That takes it to a whole different level. Hey, baby, pass the lubricant. Yeah. Give me some lubricant. You're like a sandbox. <laughs> this is the good stuff, liquid silk. Give me more of that. Squirt four or five in your hands. It's like hitting a box of crackers down here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not that interested. I'm only 11 years old. Tell me something. Now quit screaming. You'll wake the kids. Now, five disgusting things that are on you right now. Awesome. Go. I like you today. Eyelash. You're weird today. <laughs> I like this one. Eyelash mites. They're basically oh. tiny spiders that feed off the secretions in your eyelash follicles. Sure they knows. increase as you get older. And you can get rid of them, but doctors say they won't hurt you. I'm gonna dollarshaveclub.com my eyelashes off later. Thanks for that. Fecal residue. Scientists say that no matter how great you wipe, you never get it all. And it transfers to your underwear. You, you take have to wash pride them in hot water. In, yeah. 
you, you like are proud of this. You have a little smile on your face. Told you, you're always covered in it. No, I'm not. I guarantee you take the me to the doctor. The finds you. Nope. Spotless. Dead Fink skin and dead skin eaters. The top layer of your skin is made entirely out of dead skin cells. Ugh. Most of the dust in your house actually is, is your, dead is skin. you. I know. Isn't that gross? Dust mites eat it. Sometimes they even crawl on you to eat it. Yeah. Next time you run your finger across the table and go, oh, it's so dusty. It's you you're picking up off of there, you filthy pig. Toenail fungus. Got you it. can think of your toenails as tiny petri dishes. Millions of organisms. They're gross. Millions? Millions. Belly button bacteria. Basically, your navel is a laboratory for bacteria. <laughs> in recent studies, they found 2,000 different species living in belly buttons, including this six inch fire bellied newt. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Six inches. You got a big-ass belly button. That's a car garage. That's a place to park stuff. Why does it look like you're pitching a yeah. tent, dude? And if you just sign here... I don't have a pen. Oh, hold on a second. I happen to have one right here in my gigantic belly button. It's like a little pouch. There's a joey in me. According to this study... I fisted my belly button last night and widened it out a little bit. That's weird. Thanks, Brady. I'm going to go home and puke now. Yeah, that was awesome. I wonder if my puke's probably cleaner than I am. <laughs> yeah, what's in that? Yeah, what's nothing? <laughs> nothing that isn't on you already. A puke yeah. might. You Listen. take me to the doctor. I'll prove that poop thing wrong. I okay. bleach that thing every day in the <laughs> shower. bleach it? He dips. And I'm telling you right now, the Dollar Shave Club guys send you that those one-wipe Charlies. that are my. I guarantee you that peppermint wipes that I'm using on my ass right now just... Not even after a, not even after a. They dump. feel good, but they're not cleaning it. No, they're not. But I guarantee you, my uh, it's it's it, it smells good. It smells good. My butthole has better breath than that sour patch gum you're shilling for. <laughs> Challenge. Challenge. I guarantee you, my peppermint butthole <laughs> smells wow. better than after you chew that gum. Wow. Gum's good. Face value. Gum's good, Whoa. but it's not giving you the fresh breath my butthole has now from those Charlies. Those things are awesome. And they last for like a while. You're walking around with this cool sensation like your ass is an alpine skier. <sighs> That's peppermint. And You're yeah, I, got, I got all sorts of good stuff happening down there. You just go to bed and stick your butt up in I, Megan's face. I literally smell oh. this. <laughs> oh my God. Fart again. That smells like Christmas. It's peppermint. Who needs candles? They got my ass. Did you take the mints from the You're restaurant? Like a diffuser. No. <laughs> yeah. Every 30 minutes, I'll let one loose. Smells like Christmas again, did you? I sure did. That's disgusting. But I, I just go in there clean, and I'm like, I'm using one. It doesn't. I'm not even taking dumps. I just clean it up every once in a while and smell and feel like peppermint. This, Come here, Brady. This smell study. Come here. <laughs> go ahead. Get in there. Ooh, minty, fresh. Christmas. It's like a York. Yeah. There's a Chinese man that tried to fly into New Zealand, and uh, he didn't make it through customs. He got something confiscated. His 11-and-a-half-inch donkey dong. <laughs> the guy was smuggling a donkey penis. <laughs> We're both still on the thing. We're so adamant about the way you said that. Confiscated. <laughs> confiscated? Was it confiscated? Confiscated, yeah. Confiscated. They took his donkey meat away from him. I'm going to write it down. <laughs> he had a donkey 
a real one? Yeah. A real one. 11 and a half inch donkey penis. Oh, you're just penis. describing his penis as an 11 inch No, he was bringing penis. it in. It was an actual friend. donkey's penis. Yeah. Shrek, you see something? Something seemed to be missing from my body. Donkey, you're missing your confiscated your wiener. It was a what? fun one. What'd you say? Confiscated? <laughs> that doesn't sound fun. Confiscated. Confiscate. It's better when someone steals from me and you add the word fun in the middle. I just had to write it out and make sure I, it wasn't me. Back in 2012, a retired special ed teacher named Margaret Southern, she passed away in Greenville, South Carolina. Where you said that wrong? A retarded special ed teacher, I think you meant to say. No? No. Okay. You got it right. Retired. Okay. I misunderstood. I just wanted to clear it out. She passed away. She was 94 years old. Margaret was known as a pretty frugal person. She only splurged every once in a while when she took her friends out to lunch. Turned out she was hiding a pretty sizable fortune. Um, her husband died 30 years ago. He left her his estate. Then she secretly started playing the stock market. She's pretty good at it. Last week, it was revealed that Margaret accumulated $8.4 million. She left it all to local charities. Did she ever impart this stock market knowledge on her special ed kids? <laughs> Is my stockbroker potentially going to be named Rusty? <laughs> Who would you trust more? Hey, it's Rusty over here at uh, Morgan Stanley. How are you today, sir? Good, Rusty. Uh, look, the stock is going up. We're in a very bear market right now. Hmm. Did you say bitter market or bear market? I don't know. I would like to invest in $100 million of jelly beans. <laughs> uh, I would like to talk to someone else, please. Just takes one hit, what? and he's a genius. Don't shame me. Everyone I know loves jelly beans. Hmm. Also, Tinker Toys and Legos seem to be looking good. Can I talk to someone else, please? I want my broker not to be rusty. <laughs> Can I talk to someone else, Rusty? My friend Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Hello. I'm the supervisor here at Morgan Stanley. How are you, sir? You're still rusty. <laughs> Can I speak to, let's see, there's a man named Strong Bad there, I think? <laughs> Hello, Strong Bad. You tell him, Strong Bad. What happened over there at Morgan Stanley? Where should I put my money, Strong Bad? Jelly beans! We recommend jelly beans. I told you! <laughs> As a client, you've been given a trophy for worst place. <laughs> <laughs> it's this Homestar Runner Investors. It's just, yeah, I, that's... I don't understand why special ed teachers always get credit when they do something good. Like, they're supposed to be special, too. The teacher. Well, it's a part. Yeah. She's a teacher. That's that's a, not a that's news story, the, though. It wouldn't be if she was a regular teacher. So special ed is the reason. You well, they could story. leave that out of there. I was just saying, it's mm. a specific type. There's plenty that, of people that made a, money in the stock market, like Big Doe. And if it's a teacher that does it, it would have to be a because you tag them in the special ed. Well, I think right. a special education teacher is taken to next level. Yeah, but you don't know like, how much your husband left her when he died. That was part of the story, right? His he might have been eight point one million. Yeah, he might have been like yeah. a millionaire. She made two hundred thousand yeah. over forty years. <laughs> the only reason that's a story is because it's a special ed teacher, and you want and and the the media tries to make you feel good with puppies and uh, sick people and you know all sorts of stuff like that. The Super Bowl taught us anything. The media and the uh, general, you know, the push out What's, towards you is cancer, AIDS, Are you saying Brady's troops. manipulating us? I think he's trying to manipulate stories? our minds. 
Isn't that a nice story? It was a lady who taught all those mentally challenged kids, made $8.4 million. You don't know much your husband, man. He might have been a stockbroker himself. For 94 years old, too, to have that amount. Because you're, you're outliving your retirement a lot of times. When You'd hope so. I think I'm with John. Yeah, I think he's trying to Wall change Wall Street's it. paying you, aren't yeah. they? You're getting paid off. Especially, it was, it's not even a story. And plus, she hasn't been a special ed teacher for over 30 Anybody years. Anybody can do it. Anybody can do it, especially if they live to be 94. Your propaganda. John, I heard... You're uh, like a Cuban. <laughs> I heard a new thing that Jelly Belly is rolling out some new flavors. I heard that, too. Good stock to A little inside tip here. <laughs> They're getting rid of that horrible coconut Jelly Belly. <laughs> that should send the stock flying through space. Also, consider bananas. Speaking of that, whatever happened to the yellow M&M? I got hit with that trink dart and I never saw it. Yeah, they anything. killed it. They killed it and chopped it up and ate it. I the never mob. got to find out the ending there. Yeah, did they have a follow-up? I don't remember seeing it. They did just I had remember? him in the trunk, right? He was screaming for help because he's being raped and... <laughs> he just got raped and killed? Eminem wants us to believe that the red and yellow were separated and the yellow was taken by the mob. <laughs> Trumped, raped, killed, and eaten. On his way to Sochi. Is that where he's going? That was the Russian mob? Eminem's has decided to yeah. make Russian mob commercial? Yeah. Oh, that's bad. I didn't really pick up on that, but you might be right. Scientists from uh, MIT and Harvard have developed a lightsaber. A real one? Yes. I thought you... Didn't you do a report on this like six months ago? A team of physicists discovered a way to bind photons together in order to form a new molecule. They took... uh, Rubidium atoms. Sounds safe. With metachlorides. Some I want teamed them up, formed the lightsaber. <laughs> it forms a cloud. Yeah. Oh, which, yeah. uh, when all these nerds' house blows yeah, oh, up, yeah. and I'll let them try it out first. Worse yet, those weirdos that have the medieval knights' costumes and the swords on their walls just change their entire decor. Yeah. And they're going to blow up everything with their nuclear-powered decorations. You know what will happen? The Renaissance Fair will no oh, longer it'll well, be then Star that's Wars good. Fair. Good. It'll be Star Wars Fair. Yeah. That's bad. No. That's, that's trademark. You, gotta, still, you can't drop that steel. Yeah, yeah. it's still better. Yes, you can. Get eliminate The people who go to it will be the same, but at least it'll be a little cooler, and they'll kill each other a lot more. We'll thin the herd, Renaissance fans. Sorry, cut off your wax hand, sir. I've got some wild, uh, wild world right. real quick. Go for it. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogart, and this is your wild, wild world. In Russia, they're having another problem. These squirrels. Squirrels! Squirrels! <laughs> Uh, right now, they're asking people in Russia if they see the squirrels or if you catch them. Um, Eat them, because we don't have any food for you. First of all, yeah, exactly. there's a fine. There's a fine of a 1,000 rubles if you're illegally catching the squirrels. Because we need those for preparation. Do not eat the squirrels without permission from Russian government. Have you seen their menus? It's chicken. They didn't. I guess they checked with Obama's uh, uh, you know, sign language interpreter on the interpretation for... The menu because they'll, it, it's all in Russian, and underneath in English it says ice cream in your ass. Right? <laughs> it's like, you didn't check with another guy who's. That's what they say. They eat that ice cream, ice cream from, in your ass. This is, translates loosely to having ice cream in your asshole. Hmm. Again. Run with it. Put it. Print that menu. Is that strawberry? Should we ask someone who speaks and knows? No. Every the figure Russian. skating team was over there. Yeah. Where's that? I hear you guys serve ice cream up the ass. The rest of the squad wants it. I want Rocky Road. We are going gangbusters with American ice cream up ass, but the way they eat it is disgusting. Brian so anyway, Moitano, you have to go home. Never. 
I want to defect. <laughs> he defects to <laughs> Russia. I want to eat ice cream out of assets for the rest of my life. Sochi delicious. People are paying big bucks for these squirrels because they want them as pets. They also want the fur. I, you're going to need a lot of these squirrels Man. in order. Because right now, one squirrel might do a, be able to cover one finger. Well, you know, that's a start, fur, Brady. Glove. Nine uncovered is better than ten. They're paying 5,000 rubles for a squirrel. A 49-year-old woman named Pamela Turney showed up at her estranged husband's house, Spartanburg, South Carolina. She was hoping to uh, reconcile with him, but I'm saying it didn't go well. Because Pamela walked through the front door, which was unlocked. She called out for her husband, heard his voice coming from the bedroom. She walked in, found him with his 38-year-old, new 38-year-old girlfriend, Vicki Lynn Morgan. And they were in the middle of drinking, smoking pot, and having backdoor sex. Oh, my gosh. You can, you can drink and do that? Multitasking. Man, oh, man. That girl's got a shelf. It's not clear how much time Pamela had to absorb what was she was seeing, but apparently not much because Vicky jumped out of bed completely naked and started attacking her. The, the girl taking it? Attacked? Yeah. She didn't Released. hide or anything? Yeah. <laughs> that weird pop noise. Oh, my God, my wife. <laughs> Pamela says she was knocked to the hey, ground. Get out of here. We was having fun. She said she, she said she was knocked to the ground three times, managed to get away. She had a black eye and bruises on her face. Well, I nearly spilled my beverage. <laughs> oh, my drink. Where's that fireball? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Don't do that. <laughs> no, that don't have stuff a tumbling out. <laughs> Just stick with it. That's fine. The no, no, no. Well, no. I don't know what Whoa. I don't know what you've done before. It was anyway, your house. <laughs> there uh Got New Year's Eve stuff in there. No word on whether either of the uh couples, well, either the girlfriend and the husband are going to be charged with anything, but almost Exactly one year ago, Vicky was arrested for assault and battery in another incident, and Pamela was arrested for disorderly conduct back in 2010. They're the two vixens. The one on the right was taken in the back door, right? Right. A cute one. <laughs> yeah. Well. All right, let's swing the other way in the elderly. You have Patty Palmer. She's 81 years old. Retired physical education teacher she lost all her gym teacher she was hauled to jail for feeding bears one too many times they'd come in her backyard they did what in her backyard yeah that's right i'd feed them too this is an amazing that's why she kept feeding them (laughs) what was she a lot a lot Bears would come in her backyard after yeah. eating at her house. Pineapple? Was she they the uh, ate a lot of pie. <laughs> Squirrel pie. Hey, boo-boo. <laughs> Watch this. Yogi, I don't think you should do that in someone's yard. Hey, she feeds me. This is pretty uh You better get out of here and stop coming into my yard. Hey, I'm almost done. <laughs> Coming in your yard. Yo, 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 Yogi. Yogi, my eyes. Sorry about that, buddy. (laughs) You're so short. 81-year-old woman feeding them, not like sandwiches or bread, 
She's uh, tossing them squirrels, birds, any stray that would wander in her yard, she's taken out to feed the bears. Cool. I'm going to make that my finishing move. <laughs> the yogi. Yay! <laughs> Try to do that. When are you doing? Here we go. Yay! Put this in the picnic basket. Hey! Where do you want it? Stop! Don't do yogi! Yay! I couldn't help it. Not the yogi again. You're going to turn her into sandpaper like those uh, <laughs> southern <laughs> Like the cracker lady. I'll get you a towel. <laughs> Yay. Boo-Boo's getting you a towel. Stop coming in my yard, Bez. Here's some pie. <laughs> this is encouragement. Why, well, you're actually teaching me to come in your yard. We're ready to go. Let's make this thing happen. Uh-oh. Stone Cold. Charlie Cradle is here, along with Frank Caliendo. Uh, Charlie's uh, with us. He's about to get a mohawk. Speaking of charity shows. Yeah. <laughs> he is his own walking charity show. Charlie TV is getting some major hits Some right stuff. Now. And Melissa's here from uh, Sheer Toxic. How do we get a hold of you? 53rd Avenue and Northern is where this story is. 53rd Avenue and Northern, if you're looking to get your hair cut like Charlie Creedle. He's going to be her main model. And you should just <laughs> go there, audience, just for what she's about to put herself through. Yes, exactly. Just to pay she her back for this. It. She's going to give Charlie a mohawk because he's going to be on TV again tonight. We've made fun of you, Charlie, on television, uh, dancing behind Tom Chambers and the Suns broadcast team, uh, sometimes by yourself, and being a complete and utter distraction uh, behind the Suns broadcast. Explain yourself. Why do you do that? Just to have fun. Yeah. No, no, There's no purpose to, to be about. like, do you know that you're bothering everyone at home watching because we can't pay attention to the statistics of the game? We have someone behind Tom Chambers having a slight seizure. No, I'm filming long enough you. No. What they exactly should do is put him on camera, uh, you oh. know, for an interview. Yeah, <laughs> we got to talk to this Let guy. Let Charlie do the stats. <laughs> you want to have a really interesting halftime oh, show? Oh, man. Have Charlie. Yeah. Uh, Graham from downtown. I'm feeling for 12. He was really shooting like something like 22.5. All right. Stop with the Charlie TV. Put that down. You're not focused. This isn't a simulcast. Yeah, this yeah, is not yeah, film. This, this is a real broadcast. Yours is your pretend life, and we don't want to do that anymore. Uh, if you want to visit Melissa, the girl with Sheer Toxic, 623-225-6555, and you're on Facebook and all that, 53rd Avenue and Northern. Go get your hairs done by her today, please. And just, just as a thank you, just tip her huge. She needs to get out of this business. She'll actually have a shadow box set up of the uh, shears that she used on Charlie. Yeah, she's gonna, she's gonna need all the health care. She could, she's gonna need so much money to she have this. She was here at KUPD yeah. in the studio, and that's when a tall drink of water <laughs> named Charlie Creed walked in. He wasn't tall, and he needed some water. I'm thirsty. You have five bucks. Can I get a haircut? Well, she didn't understand what he said, so she said, What? Are you single? Well, he had asked her out on a date multiple times, even though she'd already had a companion. Do you guys hear Morgan Freeman or is it just me? <laughs> Charlie wasn't sure what was happening in the studio. Was this actually part of the show, or was this all just in Charlie's head again? Do you trim pubes? Charlie wondered if the lady would trim his pubes. <laughs> I just said, boy, I'm going to see him an open mind. If you do, watch the boner. Charlie was getting a little infuriated at this narrator. Well, I was not going to hold back because Charlie was about to bust a gasket. Also, I need to know where your bathroom is, and I have to take your 
I had a lot of AIDS this morning. Charlie had a lot of AIDS this morning, <laughs> and he needed to use the bathroom because of his bone pills. It's like my coming. It's a guy going to touch Obama. Don't drain the snake. I have no idea what he just said. <laughs> Charlie had gone away from the script and just started saying whatever popped into his mind. Do you know a good dentist that takes care of gums? <laughs> Sometimes. I Sour Patch gum. Charlie was wondering if he could get some Sour Patch kids. <laughs> Boys uh, gums. Yeah. We'll be right back. Charlie said he'll be right back. Charlie and Morgan. Either he said, I'll be right back or I'll do my best. To be continued. To be continued later as Morgan Freeman is Charlie's permanent narrator. This as much as we Now, right now, you know, why he's the best money to me and Emma. Oh, really? You just got endorsed by Charlie. Charlie had a point there. A very good one. Are you sure about that number one at the top of the list? Nothing. Wow. Charlie was really spouting the bull. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't know you were going there. I didn't expect it. I, neither did I, but, well, this was one of those mornings we are going to let everything loose. <laughs> what I think Speaking he said. Speaking of loose, I have to use that restaurant now. <laughs> I think he said something about Frank Caliondo being the best ever, but none of us truly believe that. All right. Especially Let's Eric. Let's see if anybody right. can stump him. Uh, we got ringside seats yeah. to wrestling. Is Charlie Charlie will be narrated by Morgan and whoever else uh, Frank chooses. Blake's on the line. Blake, are you there? Yes. You have a question for either Morgan Freeman or uh, Charlie Creedle. Go ahead. Uh, I'll take uh, Charlie. Smart. <laughs> okay. Um, what uh, what wrestlers made up the team evolution? Team evolution. What Charlie wrestlers made began up? to ponder, <laughs> but he had this one right away. I could see in his eyes. <laughs> okay, it was me. It was. What's the off with the name? What way? The whoo! The nature boy was well. The legend hero, the bicycle, wearing the orchid, and the animal named Batista. Flair or well, Morgan, Morgan Batista was, was what was nobody was sure what he said. <laughs> and Triple H. I believe Ric Flair was in there. He got them all right. Did he get it? Yeah. That's a win? Okay, Charlie nailed it. Uh, did you hear any of that, Blake? I, I caught a little bit, but uh, yeah, he did get it right. He was seemingly on point. Okay, well, thank you for that. Have a good day. <laughs> you, you go by inflections. I yeah. think he got it by the inflections. I think he was pretty confident. I think that was a he confident. He all the catchphrases. Do we have a better music, Toledo, for uh, Charlie and Morgan to talk together? Let's go to Cameron. Cameron, are you there? Yes. All right, Cameron, uh, welcome to Charlie Creedle as translated through Morgan Freeman's brain. Uh, go ahead with your question uh, right now. Which wrestler had a flame in his contact lenses? Oh, a question that Charlie would ponder. Bob Costas. It's <laughs> <laughs> definitely a fire. Charlie oh. was stroking his beard. <laughs> so someday, he would someday be able to come up with an answer. Would it be today? Charlie's brain crawled through 400 yards of pure feces. Okay. Came out smelling like a rose on the other end. Truth was, that was real. His brain had actually been in the swamps. What wasn't true was Charlie smells like a rose, ever. Charlie smells like Charlie Rose. From CBS this morning. After a two-hour workout. There's a true... I'm Charlie Rose, today's guest. It smells like Charlie Rose's underwear after a two-hour workout. We all believe in something. Some of us <laughs> believe in Charlie. with me, Adam Bomb. Adam Bomb. 
That's correct. That's wow. correct. Holy crap. I've never heard of that guy. Yeah. Never heard of him. All right. Sorry, Cameron. All right, man. Charlie had gone deep into the brain and realized whatever had affected him had affected that wrestler, <laughs> Adam Baum. There was definitely some nuclear fusion when Charlie was born that caused this horrible deformity <laughs> to walk the earth for almost 30 years. I guess I just miss my friend. I just miss my friend, Charlie. Which one are we going to? Four now. Four. I like this. Charlie I like... has an atom bomb in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> and it's ready to fuse. And if Melissa plays a card right, it'll go off in her hands. It's like the movie Seven. <laughs> <laughs> don't look in the box. Please, God, don't look in the box. Jimmy, are you there? Yes, I'm here. All right, Jimmy, welcome to Charlie Creedle as translated by Morgan Freeman. The great Frank Caliendo joins us. Go ahead. Char ask Charlie your question. All right, Charlie, uh, at what pay-per-view... Was the original Hell in the Cell held at? Hmm. Hell in the Cell. Morgan, help me. I think I would know that it would be St. Louis, Missouri. I got nothing. At there. what pay per view? No, he's asking oh, wait. the pay per view, not the city, Charlie. Yeah. Oh. Right. Sometimes Charlie would confuse pay per views with different cities in the United States oh. of America. <laughs> Not knowing um, that you could visit St. Louis any time you want without paying the extra $40. That would be, um, that would be uh, in your house. In your house what? In your house. Mother f***. In your house, mother f***. I know this one. Uh, With a mouth? I know this one. Come on. Think, Charlie. Think. Think. Uh, Charlie tried hard to see. Uh, I believe that was a vein bulging or more disease was piercing through his forehead. Um, this is fun because you can take breaks. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm it's really... Tag Team Morgan. To be honest with you, I had gotten bored with this a while ago. <laughs> I had no idea what Charlie was I'm, saying. No, I, I was just playing. beginning. I knew. I was I just beginning to make. Oh, I'm sorry. See, I was taking a break. Oh. I'm, worried, I'm worried about what he's saying. <laughs> Can I get my own button over yeah, here? you need a button. Here. What are you doing, Charlie? You in the bathroom smoking crack? Come on, Sonny. You idiot. Come on. I think he was making fun of me. You have an answer, Charlie? Nothing? I, I am. Um, Unbelievable. All right. You got a first stump in there. That's it, Jimmy. You got the answer. What was the answer? It's uh, Bad Blood, In Your House, Bad Blood, 1997. Unbelievable. Oh, what were the other options? I've never even heard of In Your House. I thought that was a madness song. <laughs> they, they, they were all called In Your House initially. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Charlie, oh, how did you not know house. that? Come on, yeah. Charlie. All right, hold on. Jimmy's getting tickets. He's going to be in the front two rows. Nice job. Hang on. And then finally, we have John on the line. John, are you there? Oh, I'm here. Are you ready, John? I am ready. Say hard. Ha -ha, I don't know what to say. Say <laughs> hard, hard, hard to Charlie. Go ahead, John. Oh, okay, so uh, one of the worst gimmicks in probably WWE, WWF history was Max Moon. Um, before he was Max Moon, he was in a tag team. What was that tag team? The tag team Max Moon was in before. Now give was... Max Moon's other name to yeah. Charlie because he made. Uh, Paul, Paul Diamond. Oh, Paul Diamond. So he was in a tag team before he was Max Moon as Paul Diamond. What was the name of the tag team? Mm. Nevian Hogan. Um, oh, this is going to be hard. Marion Hosa? <laughs> the, the guy for the Blackhawks? Um, we'll throw a guess out of it. Um, 
Charlie was struggling with the moon question. <laughs> thinking of his one brown crater. I'm going to think of Wild Duck while found me one and Diamond and the what? <laughs> no, no. It is not uh, that either. Charlie geez. has failed again. Come on. It was the Orient Express. Charlie. There goes You're, your tickets, there Charlie. There goes Charlie's tickets. All right, we're giving those away, too. John, you get tickets for stumping Charlie. This is Apparently ridiculous. Apparently, they had a white guy in the Orient Express, but they had to put a mask on him because he's white. Really? Because yeah. he was an Asian. little yeah. scotch tape and a mask. Charlie had just realized what had happened. <laughs> His tickets were on the line, and something had gone awry. He never <laughs> planned for this. I'm not on my Asian today. I will admit. Say what he admits he wasn't on his A game. Say what an A-ho is what everything Charlie sounds like to say. Say what an A-ho. Everything he says can be translated to say what an A-ho. Which sounds like what he's talking out of. Say what an A-ho. Say what an A-ho. Say what a what? Say what a what? Charlie dug under the tree for the box I'd left him, but he forgot why he was there. Just made a den and lived in it for eight years. Charlie lived under that giant oak. For eight long years without washing, cutting his hair, just masturbating, laying in his own filth. That was going to change today. <laughs> I think I could do this all day. I don't know why. Eating grubs and worms and such. <laughs> and that, well, I, I patiently waited on the beaches of Say Watson Hill. You don't understand us. Okay, that's rich. But someday, I was hoping to see my friend again. Just there on San Juan, San Juanito, fixing his boat. That's right. Congratulations to our winners. Sanding down his boat with those gums of glee. Which was the biggest reason I missed my friends. Those gums. Those beautiful, beautiful reddish black gums. Say my name. Say it. Say my name, Charlie. Red. You know, one day we're going to turn on the TV and there's going to be Charlie going... What's in your wallet? <laughs> and we're going to go, son of a bitch. No, he's asking. How did he do that? Because he asks it every day. How much can I have in your wallet? Right, okay, I need five bucks. What's in your wallet? Half of what? What's in your wallet? Charlie was on his way to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I got off to a bad start on the email. Right off, right off the bat on the email, right off the bat. It's a... Uh, comedy it's a comedy show it's a fun you know fun conversations i wasn't uh, interested in the merits of whether or not shirley temple actually changed or influenced pornography not okay, a twitter verse shut the f up finally have fun conversations not everybody has to be in a debate with your knowledge i got two in a row one from a guy I like and know a lot, and then somebody else is like, actually, Shirley Temple's clothes were made for from another thing. Okay. Shut up! Shut up! I was talking to Ralphie this weekend. He goes, man, I do. Because I was talking, I'm like, do you even do the Twitter? Do you like this? So oh, yeah. I hate it, but I do it. I'm like, what do you hate about it? I do a show, and at the end of the show, I'll check my Twitter, and some idiot will be like, I was at your show, and that thing you were talking about with weed could never happen, and here's why. I'm a comedian. <laughs> so the spaceship was cool with you. It's the whole thing about Godzilla and atomic waste and that, you know, that could when happen. we get into our little fun debates every now and then? Oh, I have a fun conversation for God's sakes. When somebody brings something up that's kind of funny, laugh, laugh about it. It's not up for like, well, actually, nobody likes it. I remember it happened in eighth grade and I remember his name. His name was Mike Reynoa. 
and we were joking around about Vaseline. Well, actually, what you guys are joking around about is petroleum jelly. Vaseline is a brand name. And everybody just like stopped. Like Kleenex. Hey, wet blanket. Who cares? It's it's a, it's like toppers. It's yeah, going back yeah. and forth. they got to throw out. Or well, they won't laugh at your jokes. You know, your right. jokes aren't exactly. funny. Exactly. And they don't understand that they're, you know, no. we're in the middle of a wacky fun minute yeah, here. Yeah, relax. And they sit back yeah. with their arms crossed going, well, I'm not sure this is historically accurate to the point of my acceptance. What does it add to the conversation? None. That's the thing. It's a roadblock to conversation. That's what Twitterverse is, a roadblock to uh, enjoying conversation. And then they always... You would like, never do that. Jeez, don't get so upset. <laughs> yeah, but you'd never do it. Well, yeah, but they, they hit the beehive and you're like, all right, I guess we're not talking about that. You do the, the you know, you'd never do it to a comedian or a TV show. Uh, well, this would never occur. I'm going to go ahead and tell them. You just, you know. <laughs> if they're dismantling jokes. <laughs> exactly. You're, just, you're, you're breaking down. Idiot. The guys, I, I'm sitting there talking about how Shirley Templebeck clearly had her own clothing line, clearly had a, a defined look, and clearly that passed on to adults as guys going, I like when my grown-up woman dresses like a little girl. Get the Shirley Temple dress. Actually, I know for, for a fact that there was another girl. Who cares? She did. Did she, she was not the Did first. she die last night? Then we're talking about Shirley Temple and how much I wanted to pound her when she was an adult in those same clothes. That's what we're talking about. Well, you know, in twenty-one states, it would have been legal to pound her as a teen. Okay, thank you. Thank you, historical fact checker. <laughs> thank you, Fox News. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? No go right to Wikipedia. So, yeah, exactly. Nobody knows yes. having any, And that's the problem. Google the age of information, I think we might be over-informed because we can check everything, whether it's right or wrong, and still throw in two cents. And, and it was like, wait a minute. I wasn't trying to be right or wrong. I was trying to tell like a fun story about how, yes, if it wasn't for Shirley Temple, there would not be. It wouldn't have morphed into the schoolgirl outfit. Think of all the things her little dress morphed into. Because it, it became socially like, holy crap, that is smoking hot to dress my wife as Shirley Temple. I know it's 1950, and I shouldn't be doing this, but you're little. You're a spinner. Wear the dress. She'd wear the dress. She'd do it. And then it's like, oh, my God, these schoolgirl outfits are making these Catholic girls. It's kind of that Shirley Temple thing. It moves on. That's it's what like, she influenced. It yeah. was amazing. Here's an idea. Is it plausible? <laughs> right. Thank you. Is it plausible? Is it plausible? More importantly, Toledo, can you have fun with it? <laughs> Can you take this and go, that's true. All, hey, you know, and maybe add to it and go, also Lolita. Remember her? She was smoking hot. Right. Right. And without Lolita and Shirley Temple, boom, you got yourself nothing. It would have taken another 20 years. They were groundbreaking pioneers in the adult film industry without actually ever being adults in it. Well, you mentioned, uh, I mean, to me, if you're bringing up Lolita, right. I, have, I don't go real deep in Lolita, but you talked about... Shirley Temple, I know what you're talking about. Right, and Lolita was the one where the guy was actually banging the teen girl. It was kind of taboo all the way around, so that goes into a whole different category. Shirley Temple was this innocent little girl tap dancing with, uh, you know, people who couldn't vote. And so the next thing you know, it's like, man, I want to dress my wife like that little... Get her a sucker and put her on the good ship lollipop, you know what I'm talking about. The other great thing about it is, is when you're making a point or say someone does something like an ode to Shirley Temple today. Right. Heartfelt. And someone gets blasted. You got a typo in line three, well, and it goes a whole different direction. I have no issue with like saying, "Hey, you know, clean it up." If you're if you're a reporter and you're just, I but read Yahoo and I'm like, you know, "Oh, these people call themselves reporters," but it don't. Everyone does, right? But no, the reporters, well, the actual no, reporters. There's our reporters, but that's the problem. It's turned into right, and you see all these mistakes, and you're like, "Jesus, this is just dumb." 
you've just gotten done. But that's an actual error. And he's not trying to be fun. No, but it takes it yeah. down to the point that I'm not trying, you know, he's just putting it out there and he throws it. All of a sudden it goes a whole other direction. Like what Eric said. You know what? For everybody who wants to dismantle a funny thing, go f*** yourself right in the ass. Because yes. that's what, or, or we'll do it. We'll, we'll f*** all of you. That's what we say. <laughs> and then we'll get the tweet that says, well, actually, John, if you tried to f*** all of us, you'd be overdoing it. Because impossible. some of us do get it. And you'd be f*** all of us for no reason when it's just a few. I've done you're the right, math, you're right. and in order to do 330 million people... Uh, yeah, you've got a really large audience, and if you tried to f*** all of them... Some are overseas. Yeah, some of them, yeah, you're going to have to... It's going to cost... The return on investment of you f*** everybody is a bad one. <laughs> I called my accountant, and he agrees. Why in the world did you spiral this out of control? All I said was go f*** yourself. <laughs> can't even do can't that even, anymore. Can't even tell people to go f*** themselves in groups. Without getting some sort of a, you know, financial advice at the end. I don't know how it works. Goddamn Twitter. <laughs> Too many people have a voice. Too many people. <laughs> Too many, people, Too have many people have a voice. I'm starting to lean towards Eric's way of socialism. <laughs> Shut up. Go to work. Everybody's even. You're all going to make $25,000 and drive the same car. Shut up. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm for. Uh, well, I'm for it. I'm, I'm now leaning towards that. Here's your three squares. I want Russia Jr. Three squares. <laughs> Fend for yourself on that area. We'll provide potatoes. That's about it. Whatever that car is everyone in Russia has that doesn't work. You've got one. Everybody gets one. Now shut up. Give me your phone. Give me your goddamn phone. <laughs> yeah. It just it just kicks it off right. You know, like, ah, that was fun. Talking about Shirley Temple, you know. Turn out. Here's three facts you did. Oh, good Lord. It was just, this guy's been waiting for her to die. It's a hot button for him. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. Well, it works both. A ways. big fan, maybe. A huge fan. I've, uh, you know, I'm an expert on uh, little girl clothes. And uh, here's the three biggest influences in little girl clothes banging. Yeah, Frank says he gets it. All the comedians are like, man, Twitter is the worst. You'll do a show. Some Who goes to a comedy show with the idea of sitting back going, well, that's not right. That, that dragon would never kill a griffin. I'm going to tell him. The only critical thing you can really do is, because you're paying the money, is like, these guys, this guy sucks. Funny, not, <laughs> not funny. funny. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's your job at a you comedy I, show. You want to yeah. go and tweet about how crappy somebody was. Right. You can do that. Or, or, yeah, crappy, bad. The, boy, the scenarios were terrible, and none of them ended with funny things. That's where you're, you're, you're supposed to be in the Imaginarium. <laughs> you're supposed to let your mind wander off and not go, well, that's but people do it to, to their friends. But that's friends. the tough thing about Twitter. And, for, I mean, on the comedian side of it, it's funny. It's it's You get a thousand positive or whatever, but it's that one negative that sticks right. out. You don't, people. though. That would be nice if Twitter had a thousand positive and one negative. It's not. It's right. the other now way. Right. Now it's, it's, it's yeah. changed it's a little bit. But negative. it used to be. Because I, well, I remember when you're coming in. I remember when Frank would come in and or, or Ralphie and all of a sudden would mention something. It's that one particular one. Remember the... Uh, the truck driver. Oh, yeah. Well, that was a you phone know, call. I know. And that was the phone. But that's yeah. how it used to be. That one thing would stick yeah. up. It's oh, like, it's always that way when you're in a crowd of people just... enjoying themselves and you see one guy not. He's going to yeah. stand out. But you're allowed to not like stuff. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you're paying the money or going to sure. see it. And what's the answer? But just because you don't like it, the guy next to you could have loved, loved it. loved it. Yeah, and it doesn't know. mean you got to correct the guy's material. No. Yeah. And that's the thing about Twitter. It's it, Literally, I've been saying it for years. It's, it's 300 million comic book guys from The Simpsons that just won't like anything because... He's he's ready to critique. Worst show ever. Okay. 
in a historical accurate. And, and meanwhile, the ironic part about comic book guy for the idiots who don't get it is he lives in a fantasy world. All of reality sucks to him. That's why he's so down. That's the funny part of breaking down comic book guy. He's hilarious because he doesn't understand reality. So he hates all of it. But what's real to him is, you know, the uh, the atomic boy. And this is That's where the problem, real. though, comes from, from um, celebrities or politicians, whatever, people that get into trouble. Yeah. And the advice that they get is like, read it, move on. Don't The minute you right. go back and you answer... That's when you can get into the right. uh, trouble because it just well, goes the yeah, wrong direction. Everybody wants to go. Everybody's got the yep. dukes up. It's hilarious. So can we all agree Shirley Temple Black's clothes were really <laughs> clothes? Lisa came home tonight and said, hey, in honor yeah. of Shirley Temple Black, I'm wearing this. I've got a bull peep staff and a sucker and my hair's all curled up. You'd be like, mother of mercy. Every Halloween you see that. Fantastic. Be great. If Ronnie was dressed up tonight... I would Curly go. hair. Total she boobs. wants to go on the good ship. Boots big. She wants to be on the good ship, Lollipop. I'm, I'm exactly. on poop deck right yeah, you're immediately. Right. Yeah. The, the, the ship is ready to sail. We are set sail. Yeah. Don't say that. I don't think you like that, Brady. Yeah, I'll look, be in the poop deck. Look at port side yeah. in a posh room. If she ever dressed up like that, you might be in the poop deck. All that chiffon you're getting through, you're fighting through you, that you dress. You don't do that. You don't, you don't go there. Brady, Brady goes poop deck now. No, don't, don't break him down. He does it. Don't Twitter that. Don't tweet your dismay at Brady's poop dead joke. He's and then afterwards, Isaac, the bartender, pours me a nice drink. Yeah, see, he's, now you've, look what you've done. You've created him to have to joke his way out of it because Jesus might have heard that. <laughs> he didn't realize his poop dead joke was going to lead to backdoor play, which was great. Brady finally well, said it. Yeah, yeah. So then Isaac had to show up, and then pretty soon Mr. Stubing's going to be there, the captain, and go for it. Now it just turned into a big mess because he's worried Jesus was like, did he just say anal sex? I was just kidding about the love boat there. Here's the cast in order. Captain McLeod is Captain Stooping. Ted Lang as Isaac the Bar. All right, Brady, we get it. You're uncomfortable. <laughs> Whew, poop deck. I got to bang Ronnie. Sorry, Bernie. Yeah, Bernie Capel as Doc. Always count on great 70s references. Fred Grandy gets as Gopher. <laughs> Senator. <laughs> Senator Fred Grandy. That's true. Thank you for the correction, you son of a bitch. Go <laughs> yourself. Yeah, Twitter has just gotten out of control. Completely out of control. It was even better. I rode my bike to the attic. If you haven't been there, it's a great place. There's a guy at the place just goes, I'm home. I'm here because of you, Holmberg. I'm like, oh, that's great. It's a good burger. You're going to love the beers and everything else. Have a sit great down, time. Sit down. Yeah, sit down. There's a masturbating thing going on here. Don't talk to me right now. But I'm riding my bike, and on I took Campbell as I'm riding the bike. It's uh, 44th Street and Indian School is where the attic is. So I'm riding my bike down Campbell. I get to 36th Street in Campbell, and there's a, there's an accident. It's a small It's a small intersection. It's not massive. Campbell's not a big road. But there's a 370Z and like a Toyota or something went sideways into it. So obviously one's turning left, the other guy comes through the light and hits him. T-bone. It was, it was slow enough that it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good, and the cars were stuck together in the middle of the intersection. So there's a little commotion going on. There's about 12 people on the sidewalk. A couple people on bikes were witnesses, a couple of foot pedestrians there, and then the people from the car were on the side of the road. And I think two of them were crying. And there was some emotion going on, and it looked a little bit like, well, I hope no one's hurt. You had to kind of check. So in the middle of all the commotion, I give my, I'm in jeans and a T-shirt. I, I look exactly like the state has taken away my driver's license. I am a four-time DUI felon. I'm riding my bike at 3.34 in the afternoon in regular guy clothes, which screams, screams DUI. He heading to the restaurant it, where you're busing. Exactly, uh -huh. exactly. I'm going to my busboy job. They provide the aprons. Ignore me. Screams DUI. 
sitting in there and waiting for the light to turn, trying to get through this thing. It's uh, And it's crying people, and all of a sudden, one of the dudes in the car that's trying to meander around the accident just goes, Holmberg! And throws up the devil horns out there. I'm like, not the, not a good time. These people are crying. <laughs> Their lives are in a shambles. Let's not celebrate our commonality here. All right! I'm like, okay. How does he know? How did... I stick out like a sore thumb, evidently, because even as DUI loser, people are like, there's that dude. I told you. Even without the lump. No lump, no nothing. Just my head. That's all I think when I see a guy on a bicycle in regular clothes. DUI, bad one, because he's in nice regular clothes. He's got to go to an important job, or he's got to go someplace good. I look like I was going on like a, you know, just a sit-down dinner type thing. It, it, was, it was ridiculous. So, yeah. And then what's worse is I had my jeans on. And uh, my ass crack sweat, it was just warm enough to, to get some ass crack sweat going. So now my jeans had this weird little anchor shape from my ass crack down to the cheeks of my Navy bottom. blue. <laughs> and it was dark. Because I liked blue. <laughs> but then there was this weird little backwards J and forwards J just right. And I had to stop at the Walgreens first, grab some more water. Holberg! <laughs> Human sorrow! Check it out! Yeah, I see it. Thanks. <laughs> T-Bone! <laughs> T-Bone! That dude's crying. <laughs> it's a brand new Z. Good morning. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Sorry about that, folks. Why would he celebrate anything now? You high? I yeah, am. I'm as high as a kite. Did you get a DUI? Later. I don't have a DUI. <laughs> don't, don't say that. That was DUI guy yesterday. You can't help but think that. When there's a dude in a suit at a bus stop or a guy uh, in you know regular clothes riding his bike, it has to be DUI related. It has to be. Especially in summertime around here. Anybody with a massive backpack or a... I've seen a guy riding his bike who had the suit bag folded up one with a, a kind of a belt around his waist. It's like he's got a suit in there. He's riding his bike somewhere to put a suit on. Every now and then there's the... Uh, it's rare with the suit they're, people. If they're though. not on their Prius, they're biking to work. That Not here. For some reason, Phoenix doesn't have that. If it well, may be have, downtown. We have a couple of the... You know, in this, uh, believe it or not, in the quad, you see a couple because there's some computer... Point, you know, you got, yeah, but they don't have far to go. You got insight, you got... Yeah, you don't see them going too far. I don't see too many bikers riding in and out of work. There's not a lot of neighborhoods around here. Yeah, I don't see that many. Normally, it's, uh, you know, people who are dressed up in their U.S. post office gear, and they're this trying to... This is the uh, weather where you start seeing the lunch pack. Yeah, perfect. Where they bike at lunch. Yeah. But not DUI clothes. They put on their biking clothes. You, you can tell. Oh, them. no, it's Team 7-Eleven. Yeah, yeah, Team 7-Eleven, U.S. Post Office. Yeah. They're, they're the pros. But, yeah. And plus, I didn't even ride my street bike. I had my mountain bike. And it was total DUI guy. It was, dude was, I was the guy who's got his son's uh, BMX. 36 and Campbell, you're getting close to also trolling by a couple of schools and looking like creepy. Well, you uh, passed, you Checking passed. out the playground. The, uh, There's that little park. There's the high school. And then the well, 44th and, uh, and Campbell, you have the park. Yeah. It's okay because it's just a park. It's not a school park. There's no elementary schools. There's a Still, high school. if you're trolling, you stop, Look, take a breather or something. 345 when I passed uh, Camelback High School, and it was loads of people just walking around. Like, I don't have a DUI. I look like it. What are you, four-timer? Four-timer usually wears his regular clothes and just rides around the middle of the day. Yeah, I'm a DUI guy. Terrible. Poor DUI people. I feel for you because you do get the stairs. Homebird. Check it out. Suffering. <laughs> Thanks, dude. So hi back to that guy, whoever said that. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the uh, end of an era here in United States television history. It is the last day of The Price is Right starring Bob Barker. It's like when Johnny Carson left The Tonight Show. Will it ever be the same? 
We don't know. Changing of the guard. But it is a changing of the guard, and we have it. I heard one of the front runners was George Hamilton. George Hamilton, that's right. Mario Got Lopez. It. Mario. Yeah, Fre- Mario Lopez. You can't hire George Hamilton. He won't last that long. A.C. Slater. Yep. From Saved by Rosie the Bell. Rosie O'Donnell. Now no, I heard that she one, She wants it. Hire Mario Lopez because he will hump all the girls. Yeah, it'll turn into a different game. But he's a terrible everything. Just like Bob Barker. Game. All right, here's how this is going to work. we got uh, 260-9800. you want to play The Price is Right? We'll have a first round, and uh, Bill and Dave will be our first two contestants. Uh, Bill, are you there? Yeah. All right, you're familiar with The Price is Right? Absolutely. Easy enough. Dave, you? Absolutely. All right, Bill, you need to speak up. You're very quiet. Sorry about that. Uh, I'm very familiar. Dave, you're fine. Bill is too quiet. I know you're very familiar, Dave. It's very nice of you to shout that out twice, but I was talking to Bill. All right, I'm going to give you an item in just a second. You both bid on it without going over, and you move into the showcase showdown for the super prize. Are you ready? All right. Yep. All right, Bill, you will bid first, uh, and Dave, you will bid second. Let's find out what we have. Johnny, tell them what we're bidding on. Cookers! Cookers? Cockers, Brady! Oh, what? Seven-week-old Cockers! That's right, AKC registered Cocker Spaniel. Shots in all colors, raised from pups. Give us your price, and you'll be moving on to the showcase shout-out on The Price is Right! Wow. Johnny, how many Cockers are there? Well, each Cocker is individually priced. We want the individual price of the Cocker. For one Cocker. For one Cocker. Okay. One Cocker. $150, Johnny. Bill says $150. Dave? Are these purebred cockers? AKC registered purebred cockers. Hmm. I'm going to go with uh, 151 Nice. 151 Nice. <laughs> Actual retail price of the cockers is $350. Dave wins. Bill, you're out. Sorry. You suck. (laughs) What a jerk. Now, Dave, hang on out there in New River. Stay there. We're going to get your contestant for the showcase showdown. You've moved on for the big prize, all right? Thank you. Stay there. Good strategy there. Our next two are Troy and Mike. Troy and Mike, are you there? Yeah. All right. Troy, uh, you're out in Ahwatukee. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Uh, Mike, and you're in Phoenix. How are you? Fantastic, John. Fantastic. I should be a host of a game show. All right, here we go. <laughs> I'm actually auditioning as we speak. Let's find out what you two are bidding on. Johnny, tell them what they're bidding on. English muffin toast! Oh, that's it? Thomas's English muffins, a delicious Yum. treat for every breakfast, 12 per package. On sale now at Safeway for a great price. What is the actual price given at every store? Thomas's English muffins can be yours if the price is right. Troy? Uh, $1.60. It's $1.60 for the English muffins. Mike? I'm going to go with $1.79. This is $1.79. Actual retail price of the English muffins, $1.29. Troy! That's cheap. That is cheap. They're both over. Go get some English muffins. They're, they're, they're both kidding. over on that. Do we still do take it? Closest, 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 oh, it is. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Everyone went over. Troy, you didn't win. Sorry. Nah, I usually okay. rebid. We have to rebid on another one. Jeez. That had to have been a sale price because I got gouged. My Thomas Singers. <laughs> it might be. But that's what I'm looking at right here. All right. <laughs> Johnny, tell them what they're bidding on. A condominium! Yes! Central in Maryland in downtown Phoenix for rent. A condo-style apartment, one bedroom, pool spa on-site, laundry room, covered parking, desert rose apartments. 
110 and 118 West Maryland. It can be yours. The monthly <laughs> rental price if the price is right. I could ever remember that on the Troy. <laughs> How much is the rent at the condos on Central in Maryland? <laughs> that includes, One bedroom apartment includes utilities. Yeah. Central no, in Maryland does okay. not include what about utilities. Water? No water. Uh, I, no, no, that's utilities. No. Yeah. Eight fifty. Eight fifty a month. Mike. Hmm. Oh. Where was it? Central Maryland. Central in Maryland. Yeah, basically First Avenue. I'm gonna go with six fifty. Actual rental price of the property is six hundred fifty dollars. Oh, yeah. You win it. He gets the condo. He wins the condo. I'm not sure how we do this. Hang on a second, Mike. <laughs> Stay right there. Hold on. Troy, we're sorry we got to let you go. Nice try. Thank you. You overshot that oh. dump by 250 bucks. We'll talk Man. to you. There you go. Yeah. And we lost our other contestant. Come on. <laughs> Dave oh. left. It's because he's in New River. Right? I know. It's long distance. What does that mean? So we'll just uh, give it to you. Who's this? This is Daniel. You're moving on to the showcase showdown by the phone. Hold on. <laughs> All right, the showcase showdown is coming up next. After the break? Well, I didn't realize Ooh. how crappy this show was. This is kind of like when Conan O'Brien called for the re-release of uh, Dirty Dancing on its 10th anniversary, and then he watched it and said, oh, my God, what have I done? The movie's terrible. <laughs> I'm thrilled this is going away. Havana Nights. Mike will take on whoever that guy is on line one in the showcase showdown because the tension's been building. Default Daniel. Daniel. Yeah, Default Daniel. Daniel. It's big. We'll explain it to them off the air, and we'll be back with more Price is Right in the Morning Sickness. In just a moment. The best of Holmberg's morning sickness. 98K UPD, we are in the middle of our showcase showdown. Hit it, Toledo. We need the music. The Price is Right's final show with Bob Barker tonight. And now uh, we have our, our showcase showdown contestants. Daniel on line one. Daniel, gosh, thanks. I know you've been waiting a long time and really went through quite the rigmarole to get into the showdown. That was actually pretty easy for me. Yeah, pretty simple. And uh, you're <laughs> up against Mike. Mike, you are uh, right there waiting for us. And you, my friend. Uh, we'll have the first bid of the showcase. Are you prepared? Yes, I am. All right, just be warned, this will get annoying. <laughs> and Mike also has the option. Yeah, Mike, you can pass. If you don't want to bid on your first showcase, find out what the second one is. You can pass on the first showcase. But, Mike, you're going to bid first. Let's find out what's in the showcase. Johnny, tell them what's in showcase number one. Showcase number one is a brilliant summer package. Ooh. Starting with an AKC-registered chocolate lab puppy we bought from the Arizona Republic newspaper! Beautiful little chocolate lab puppies expected to be about 65 pounds. And what are you going to do with your puppy once you get it? Are you take it to the forest and play with it near Summer Red Wells in Flagstaff? Yes! <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> Three-bedroom, three-and-a-half bath home in Flagstaff, Arizona. The perfect getaway for the summer heat. And how are you going to get up there, Brady? You should drive your new car! Yeah. A brand new car on your way to Flagstaff, the 2007 Chevy Avail. Available at most Chevy dealers that still sell the Avail. Showcase number one can be yours, Mike. The price is right. Me? Thank you, me. <laughs> Mike? Yeah. Would you like to bid on showcase number one? Or pass? You can pass and hear showcase number two, but you must bid on showcase number two. I'm going to go ahead and pass it, John. He's going to pass it. Okay, he passes. We're going to get Daniel's no, bid now. Daniel, you have to bid on showcase number one. What do you think showcase number one, the AKC Chocolate Lab Puppy, the one-week summer rental house in Flagstaff, and the brand-new car, the 2007 Chevy Aveo? 
We'll do uh, thirty-five thousand. Says thirty-five thousand. All right. That is Daniel's bid. Mike, are you ready to hear your showcase? Absolutely. Why? All right, here we go. Johnny, what's in showcase number two? Well, showcase number two has no theme other than get a life. And how do you get a life? Well, you start by getting a bed because you want to get banged in a five-piece used bedroom set with a cherry sleigh bed available through the Arizona Republic. Whoops. And you're going to have to clean that house of yours if you want to get your life started properly. A five-room carpet cleaning from Stanley And finally, if you want that life, you've got to quit that dead-end job, Mike. A career! You can have a job for one year serving food at a delicious place called the Melting Pot. You must guess the annual salary and add it in with the rest of your showcase. It could be yours if the price is right. I don't think I've ever seen me give a job away in the price. Thanks, me. Mike, you got the used bedroom set. The cherry sleigh bed, the five-room carpet cleaning from Stanley Steamer, and a career. You get the one-year job serving food at the melting pot. What do you think that pays? Add it all up and give us your price. I'm going to go nineteen five, John. He says $19,500. Boy, that melting pot sucks. <laughs> he just really wow. thinks Jeez. Well, you said salary, not tips, right? No, no. Put your tips in there, too. Rebid. Okay. I'll go... I'm going to go 30, $32,000. $32, so you bid $32,000 on the job at the melting pot, the five-room carpet cleaning, and the five-piece used bedroom set. Uh, Daniel, you bid on the chocolate lab puppy, a one-week summer rental house in Flagstaff, and a new car. You bid $35,000. The closest price in the showcase showdown without going over. Actual retail price of showcase number one. Thirteen thousand seven hundred ninety-five dollars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Daniel, you went over by yeah, a lot. Yeah, twenty-one thousand dollars. Now, okay, if, I, if Mike goes over, we're just going to give you both something because I'm tired of this. <laughs> Come on, Mike. Let's go over, buddy. But if Mike doesn't go over, he wins. He wins. He wins both showcases, which include none of these prizes, but nothing but T-shirts, CDs, and crap from Brady's room. <laughs> <laughs> the actual retail price, including the job, the annual salary at the melting pot, fifty-one thousand two hundred nineteen dollars. Mike bid thirty-two thousand. Tight, tight. Congratulations, Mike. Wander around your apartment and pretend you're touring your showcase that you've just won. Hold on, guys. We'll get you both something, especially you, Daniel. You went through the ring. Yeah, I, I was misunderstood. Man, I am sweating. That was exciting. Wow. Oh, I just hung up on the guy. Oh, oh geez. It's Daniel. That means Daniel wins. <laughs> Daniel wins. <laughs> Mike, quickly, call back. You'll get through. I'll clear the lines. Don't forget to spade and neuter your puppy. I'm, I'm going to get oh, into I'm that. Sorry. Jesus Christmas. Steal my thunder. What, do you want the job already? I'm not even dead. <laughs> what do you mean you're not even dead? Don't forget to spade and neuter You're not Bob Barker. Mario Lopez would never have done that. I'm Bob Barker. And don't forget to spade and neuter all your pets. Including like your women. Barker's beauties. Now i got to go grope a model. Yeah. Now I'm going to go put my fingers three, four knuckles deep in one of those hot dogs. All right, there you go. Bye, Bob. We'll miss you. Although I haven't watched that show for probably 10 years. I thought you died in like 96. I gotta be honest with you. It's 98 KUPD. The price is definitely right, bitch. Time now for you guys to take over. It's Friday. It's time for you to be part of the Fireside Chats. They are here upon us right now, and uh, that pretty much means 
You guys get to do it and say whatever you want. You say we don't answer the phones. We do it on Friday and prove to you why we don't most of the week. Hopefully you'll have a point. Ghouls, it's up to you. We're going to start with Oscar on line one. Don't waste our time, Oscar. Are you there? Yes, sir, I am. How are you doing, John and fellas? Hello, Oscar. Go Hello, ahead, Oscar. Oscar. You know the rules. Don't waste our time, Oscar. Go. <laughs> yeah. I think it was Wednesday. You guys were talking about uh, Planned, good old Planned Parenthood and their holiday parties. And right. Whatnot. Right. Well, I just wanted to, you know, I used to attend those. My wife worked for them for about 12 years, and first couple of years I was kind of skeptical about going, but towards the end, you know, I didn't mind. I go go in ahead and went on to their parties and parties they had after that and right. so on and it was just kind of odd. Yeah, we were talking about that the other day. And that, that, so that so wait a minute. Mind. Brady was right? No, no, no. They have parties all the we time? We said they probably had parties. But oh, not, yeah, they had parties. Not, not, in, Parenthood. not yeah. in the Planned Parenthood. Right. Not in the Planned Parenthood. No, of I mean, other not. stuff went on the Planned Parenthood I can't talk about, but not parties. Right. Plus, I'd want a party with the people who work at a Planned Parenthood. There's no repercussions. Those people take care of whatever goes wrong. Whoa, the next what, day. Right. what can't you talk about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, does she work there still? No, not no more. Her and career got aborted. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, was aborted. so you can tell <laughs> us. Go ahead. That, that was a good no, one. Oscar. I used to go down there, take her food. Like on, I used to work nighttime. She worked daytime, so I would kill some time, go down there, and look at the customers and clients they had. It was pretty wild. Yeah. Go down and you know get bombarded by the, all the church people that would stand on the side of the sidewalks every time I took her lunch. You know, yeah. they saw me as a baby killer myself. Yeah, and all you're doing is bringing in some scrambled eggs for that's the lady. That's all I'm doing. You know, I yeah. felt I felt bad for the pizza guy. I took him. You know, half an hour to get the pizza there and about 45 to get the hell out of there. Did anyone order an aborted fajita? Aborted fajita? Just kidding. Fajita. Here, honey, I love you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so she was a, uh, yeah, it's, it's not a pleasant place. She, so. she was a nurse. She assisted with the actual surgery itself, so Good she Lord. would tell me some stuff sometimes. At first it bugged her, but then it just became immune to her, and she it's her did job. it for a living. Became yeah, a job. Yeah. You know, I was with her against it. You know, a lot of people complain, but it's a job, and you saw the things that, she saw, I mean, there's some people deserve to get it aboard us. Wow. Some people didn't. I mean, I was for it, and I was against it, depending on the situation. Yeah. So, And, and what is that? What that comes down to, that's the word choice. Exactly. Pro-choice. There you go. Oscar, interesting. So were the parties epic? Uh, they were. I mean, they used to rent hotels and went all out and I mean, nice suites and stuff, and would have ballroom parties for their, you know, Christmas parties. And yeah. Did they? I find it ironic that they would uh, just celebrate don't eat a religious shrimp, holiday. Man. Don't yeah, eat the don't. shrimp. <laughs> no, I, I, the, the, the platters, the platters used to come by. I don't know what the hell was in there. Jeez. They look like little legs and shrimp, and I don't yeah. know. You don't want cocktail sauce all over the place. No, no, yeah, not at an abortion uh, clinic party. I used well, to tell her we're gonna eat before or after the party. I'm not eating at the party. <laughs> yeah, because you and it goes back to what we're saying. You don't want to cater the Planned Parenthood party. Yeah, you just don't I know, know what's going on. There. Yeah. Right. Oh, there you go. Shrimping. That you know, is... shrimping crunchy. Unless <laughs> you take right. off the fucking. Right. Right. Oh, <laughs> careful, careful, careful. Oscar, all right. Uh, we'll talk to you later. Nicely done, hey, you guys, sir. Take care. All right. See you. That's gross. Yuck. I just, you know, I struggle with the uh, Planned Parenthood Christmas party. As much as they have to deal with religious people yelling at them all the time. And they go off and celebrate the birth of Jesus. <laughs> you know, they're the ones that should have the holiday gathering. But then there's plenty of people that celebrate Christmas without Sure, that, but that one's you know. different. I don't get protested by religious people on a regular basis outside my work and then go and throw a Christmas party. Although I would because parties are fun. All right, we're going go to go to Rob's been waiting longer. Rob's on line four. Rob, are you there? Rob? Or Nick? Hello? I'm sorry, Nick. Nick's there. Sorry, I was <laughs> reading the wrong one. Nick, are you there? Nick. Yeah, this is Nick. All right, go ahead, Nick. 
Um, I just had a, a quick word for you guys. Um, a while back, you got on the subject of uh, flash tickets and getting tickets in the mail and so on. And I listened yep. to you guys at work. So when, as it was happening, I'm like, eh, it doesn't pertain to me. But now I got one. <laughs> <laughs> See, we were teaching you. Yeah, let that be a lesson to everybody. Listen to Homebird. Even if it doesn't apply to you, it could. Thank you. See, exactly. Yeah. It, even if you're, be a promo. if you're sitting there at this very moment going, well, what they're talking about has never happened to me. You have to ask yourself, what would I do if it did? Because this exactly. is educational. And you threw it away, correct? Um, I have, yeah. Well, it's, it's still lingering, but I, I'm, I'm, uh, I've gone quiet. Yeah. You, they got 90 days to serve you, and if they don't, it's gone. Is that 90 days from when I don't show up to court? 90 no. days from the day of the ticket. you you got to get okay. three of them in the mail. You don't even have to do that. You just It doesn't even matter. You can oh, get as many as you want. It's the first one I've ever gotten in the mail. So I'm well, it goes again. three. Then the, after the third, one. then they serve you. If they serve if they you. Serve. If they serve you. I've only gotten I've gotten one, and it disappears. Out I've gotten five, one and of, it disappears. Out of four, I've gotten. Yeah, and, you get, and I've, I've been served once. And when they serve you, you got to start working. But otherwise, throw it away and ignore it. What area of town did you get it? Uh, it was uh, Grand and Trim, Primrose. Watch it. That area is broke. They might serve yeah, you. They're, the, if they're towns <laughs> yeah. that need the dough. Yeah, they might serve oh, you. But just don't answer, don't answer your door. If anybody says, hey, Nick, in your front yard, don't yeah, turn around. Don't Seriously, they trick you that way. <laughs> you if just a, run? If a, you just, no, you just walk just, in your house. You can turn and look okay. at it. And they but now, now it doesn't matter. Yes, they it does. It off. They have to be acknowledged. Yeah. They can try to so, drop it off and just throw it out again and then call yeah. and say, some guy is harassing me. You can turn around. Yeah, okay. at, yeah. at, at and then the and the ninety days begins as, as when I got the ticket or when the time was on the ticket. Time was on the ticket, I'd say. But read the ticket. Okay. It might be different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just right. ignore those. That's that's an that's an unlawful way to present you with a legal document. Okay. And also you can give it to your neighbor and go, take this down to the court and say, This isn't me, you sent it to somebody else. you sent it to the wrong place. <laughs> they'll if All your right. neighbor if your neighbor's cool and they'll do it, then you're gold. All right, okay. Beautiful. All right. More cities have how, been uh, how dropping fast, them. How fast were you going? Um, I was going 10 over. On Grand? Yeah. Which yeah. was bizarre because I felt like I was moving with the flow of traffic. And I'm like, did that thing just go off for me going uh, 10 over? And then they want to charge me 280 for yeah. 10 over? Well, because the area's broke. You're on Grand Avenue. Stay off Grand Avenue. That's a horrible street. City streets <laughs> at seven, seven miles over yeah. is what stay, they're Stay at. the F off of Grand Avenue. That is just, that's not You're even. You're heading to the Bush Company. Yeah, that's not you? even America oh. anymore. Still oh man, yeah. Little Mexico. It's I don't even know what it is. I don't even think it's little. I don't think people from Mexico like Grand Avenue. They, <laughs> they start heading south when they see Grand. We're still there. I think we're going the wrong way. Uh, good luck, Nick. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for your time. No problem. See you. Yeah. See, Nick. I thought we got rid of all the speed limit ones. It was just red light. There's a few certain city city can designate. Yeah. 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 Oh, they've got them all over. And it was totally true what you said about the old people being scared because I, when I did traffic school like four or five years ago, it's all it's old all people. They, they show up and do whatever. And There's, it was mostly just the the red light thing. Yep. Because they're intimidated by the idea that the paper says we will steal your license from you if you don't yeah. comply. Well, ah, I better do this. They just hand over money. They steal money from old people. That's all that thing is. Finally, Rob is online. Rob, are you there? Sir. How are you, man? I am doing reasonably well. How are you? Reasonably well as well, Rob. Fair enough. I'm, my sympathy is about your dog. I have two dogs myself. Oh, thank you. I don't want to think about it. Yeah, it's rough, but thank you. Um, the reason I called, last week you were talking about 1062 and what a BS thing it is. Yes. And, of course, we all know it is. Yeah. And was. Um, but at one point, and I, I don't want me to do this, but you were talking about how uh, faggot this and homo that, and they yep. can go ahead and do whatever they want. I don't really care. Right. But obviously, if you're going to go to the level to call them faggots and homos, you have some level of contempt for them. No, no, here's those the are thing. pejorative terms. What I was saying was, uh, I was pointing out the absurdity of it. I said, find me in the Bible where it says, uh, Jesus doesn't serve faggots. 
No, well, you'd said that, but just just the word "faggot" itself is pejorative enough that, and, and you know, it's like the N word. Black people can use it, but white people can't. Agree. Most of the gays I know will call each other "faggot" and "queer" and "queenie" and whatever. But if the white, if the straight people want to do it, they say, "No, no, no, back off, man." Unless they're really cool. But it's and, basically what I was saying was like the character, that the character of the guy who would write that bill is oh, yeah. throwing that all That's over. An Right, and so I'm looking at it like, is if, is this the language you speak? Fine, I'll talk to you in a language you understand. I so don't. That was merely for effect. Yeah, it's always right. for effect because yeah. So, like, so any time like, during your show when you talk about poop wiener and and faggot this <laughs> and all that, that's just you, you know, trying now, to get a rise for the joke. Not a, well, it is the joke, but poop wiener is definitely something that I think I've stumbled upon and what America's afraid of. Well, definitely, but then again, why are most guys uh, interested, or not most, but a lot of guys interested in anal sex with their wives? And see, that's the other argument I have, is that people will come on and say stuff like, uh, well, if it's just about butt sex, why don't they do it with their wives? Because it's that's not what being gay is, right? It's not a thing where it's like, well, if I could just... Well, because uh, gay is not just about who you have sex with. Exactly, about, but yeah. dumb people don't understand that, right. so what are they afraid of? They're huh. afraid that it's just about ass rape. That's all the fear. Well, of course, comes that's from. why yeah. the NFL doesn't want to have gay guys in a locker room. Right, and there are guys who are afraid of it because they just assume well, that this gay guy is not anymore. Well, no, they, yeah, they're, they're just they're, they're, that's they're, any gay guy is going to want to rape me. NFL right. players, I mean, some NFL players have said that, but I don't right. think the NFL's no, the ever NFL can't that say it. They yeah, can. they can never. Take but you're that right, stance. and it, and that's why I'm trying to shine a light on the absurdity by using you know by not being so politically correct and trying to say everything that's so right. By just saying, you know what, if you guys want to make this bill what it is, let's say what it is. Let's be loud about it. You guys hate homos? Okay, let's use your language. Yeah. You know? And no, if, it was, if it was 1062 was the anti-homo law, at least it would be out on the table. At so least you'd know, and they couldn't fight it. But, you know, exactly. But and they make it about religious freedom the way they make everything that they disagree right. with about religion, when religion doesn't be, be, shouldn't be involved in politics anyway. Well, that and the fact that religion has nothing to do with telling people who is better than who. And, Rob, that's the other thing. Well, is actually, that most religions can be about telling somebody who's better than somebody else. That's and there's the basis that. they're built on. There's the thing. You just said something that offends a religious person. That's fun. So that's my point. It's like I, I'll say things. I'll go on both sides because I. I personally think deep. No offense to Brady, although he seems like he could probably hold hold up to it. I think most people who hold deeply religious convictions have a sort of mental illness. But that's just my own personal. <laughs> now, now wait a minute. Now you're going. So you say, John, that I'm being one direction by because it affected you. Are you? Yeah, okay. Are you homosexual? For a joke. Are you homosexual? I just, I just did the same thing you did. No, yeah. I'm not homosexual. Okay, I'm just curious. Yeah, was the just only not. difference is because you, you sound like a homo. Term. Oh, I sound like a homo. Okay. See, well, you sound like a skinhead, John. I, oh. Exactly. And see, people will judge me on that too. Exactly. It's, it's not. Just, it's not right. But it's all for the effect of the, of the point of making the point. Uh, it is. It is to get the point across louder without screaming. The, absurd, the absurdity in things can yeah. get that joke across a lot better. Yeah. Well. Don't you think that it's... Well, it's, I think it's absurd to say everybody who's religious has a mental illness. It was just, it's just of a... Of course. It's right. a, exactly. It's an absurd uh, broad brush. And it's absurd to think that this bill was created by every religious person. No, it was created by one religious person who obviously has some personal hang-up. Well, I think he's also got money in his pocket from one religious group that happens to be in, in cahoots with a bunch of people who vote for city legislature. The bigger problem well, is... Well, who's the religious group who backed the uh, anti-gay legislation in California a while back? Uh, I don't even know. That one. That was the Mormon church. It's a, well, and that's the thing. It doesn't really matter because who runs the majority of this state? This is the bigger. This is the bigger question, Rob. Who did you vote in the last state legislation? I did. You did. Okay, so you're one of the thirteen thousand deciding people yep. in the Phoenix. That's the problem. Right. 
That's yeah, the issue. Because if more people voted, we'd have more representative laws. Yeah, in a city of... get the fringe element to run the government because they're the ones who care enough to actually get involved. Yeah. Well, it's not just about numbers. You have to have a little bit of education. Otherwise, you end up with guys that are running... Like, yeah, but, but like, we, have, we have doctors in Congress who will tell you that abortion should be illegal right. and right. that, that, that uh, marijuana should be illegal because it's just dangerous, but they own pharmaceutical company stock. Yeah. You, can't own, you can't talk out of both sides of your mouth like that. And it seems like a lot of people who do that, whether or not they're seem to be deeply religious. Boy, I tell right. you what, tits, hold tits, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, you can't say it. Oh, I can't say that. Here's, here's the fun boobs, thing, Rob. Boobs. Here's the fun thing. Uh, uh, you just mentioned a guy who talks out of both sides of his mouth. Can you imagine what the homos would do with him? <laughs> Fair enough. See, it's funny. It is funny. <laughs> well, it still makes go. me laugh. I, I yeah. laugh at what you say, but I still want to point out that sometimes it sounds a little right. yeah, contradictory. You're hurting my guess what? It's supposed everyone, to. one time or another, will be talking out of both sides of their mouth. Everyone. part of being alive. And Rob, like I always say. have a drink. Play some video games, Rob. Relax, Rob, like I always chill. say, I'm a bigot. I am not a racist. And I, I appreciate you at least making the distinction. Like yes. you, you've thought about it. That, very, very true. All right, thanks, Rob. We'll talk to you later. Have a great day, John. You too, man. See you. There you go. That See conversation you. could have gone on for an hour. Yeah, and I would have liked it. I like really it. Really good. Liked it. I love talking. I like that. to talk to people. I don't get frustrated. Well, you already got his. You understood his views in the we first five minutes. We could go on minutes. to another side. We can. Well, it's discussion. I enjoy a good, uh, a good, lively discussion. He was when smart. He had good covered points. some various. Yeah. We can go on and on and find other things out. Maybe it leads down another path. I, could, I love that stuff. Justin Bieber is still in trouble over his DUI last, you know, arrest last week, but it may not be it, not as bad as it turns out to be. According to the latest reports, he had barely a measurable amount of alcohol in his system when he took his two breathalyzer tests and may not have been drag racing after all. Well, it still turns out. That he's got alcohol in his system, right? Yeah, that's all that he's matters. He's 19. And it didn't... I there saw the video, too. It didn't look but, like it was much of a drag race. No. Right. Because he's got his entourage. But there were like 15 it. cars going yeah. down this road. And even the lady who lives on that street was like, it's a 25-mile-an-hour road, or 35, I don't remember what she said. So they were going way too fast for this road. But they weren't going like 100 miles an hour. But no. he's, he's underaged. He shouldn't have any alcohol in his system. So underage drinking and driving, they don't care how much the .00 is. You got behind the right. wheel drunk or with drinks in your system that you should have never had in the first place. And yeah. it's also because somebody Here's the other paid. Thing. When it's that low of alcohol, there are certain things that can trigger it to, to say, oh, this is registering as alcohol in the blood. So system. why wouldn't you say that right Because you remember when you hear those guys talk about when they have the uh, lock on their, from their extreme DUI right. or whatever, and they got to blow to start their car. Right. No cough They say don't do like, a, you know, like Diet Coke and a hamburger. I heard that combo. No, that's insane. That's not that's, true. Yeah, that <laughs> that's is. what crazy people say. You're definitely not <laughs> much of a drinker, baby. Yeah. You're <laughs> <laughs> that's the same effect. I get just as drunk off of a burger and a Coke. It's different. You can't have alcohol register. You know what the guy who said that was? The reason he said that? It's because he was drunk and he was trying to lie to the police. <laughs> Hey, I want a scientific reading on that Diet Coke and the burger. I think the chemical compounds create vodka. Like that's what vodka's made of. That is the goofiest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> you know, if you mix Mentos and milk. They said it. Goofy, I'm, I mean, the person was telling me that was saying, like, right and after. You believe it? Yeah, that person was lying to you. Was it also a homeless person who said that UFOs were going to come no. out of his ass in five, four, three? <laughs> Here you know the fee. My last trip to France. This guy is loaded. He's like Henry Kissinger. And ever since I heard that, what information that he made provides. me stop drinking altogether. Before it just, 
And are you careful now when you go to dinner and have hamburgers? Like, I've, had, many, I've uh, had two Cokes. Uh-oh, I've had a Diet Coke. I'm in trouble. <laughs> Diet Coke and a burger. I feel plastered. Ronnie, take the keys. <laughs> and a blow started my car from too many burgers. I hate barbecues. And another thing, if you suck on a sock long enough, it's equivalent to taking cocaine. He said he was there's a professor. Probably a, there's probably a list of things that you could have that would trigger that breath. <laughs> no, you can no, argue no, that no, breathalyzer. That's no, why it. it comes down to the um you're the blood. Make, you're gonna kill him. He's already time. dead. Stop been, it. There's like a pound of mucus that I came out. I can't laugh yet. Yeah. That's the only thing I haven't. The man said he was a professor of science. I ate a shoelace once, and I flew around the earth with Marilyn McCoo to Fifth Dimension. Wow! Shoelaces are ecstasy. If mixed properly with a Sprite Zero. <laughs> you realize how silly that is, though. It is. It sounds silly. Eric, you and, and I are going to go Diet that... Coke. And... I drink so... so much Diet Coke. So the I... apology <laughs> that might come my way is... Uh... No. Are you going to look that up? I'm not going to look it up. I'm you're going to do an experiment. experiment. You won't even sit back the, the, and say the, the that that's crazy. The person told me that was a person that had the uh, was starter it on there, and they were told. <laughs> oh, my God. Was it an on? owl? And he goes, like, I have to be careful because they, they warned me that they're saying even after, uh, like, if you if I went to McDonald's and I a went to go start. A pounder and a Diet Coke. is I, All right. Toledo, were I, you warned with your car? The guy, the guy that installed Who was, it was that? trying to warn him. That could have been. I didn't have that with me, but I've heard those guys mess with people all the time. Yeah, They're okay. So that's what it was. They, yeah. tell you, they tell you chewing gum will so do it. So this is Hansen. You know, yeah, that's what like, you're talking uh, about. Is it Hanson? Mouthwash for sure. Right? Mouthwash because there's alcohol. There's alcohol. Sure, if you got stuff with yeah. alcohol, yeah, but, a burger but even if you didn't. It's still funny because the chemical mix-up. That's what he was trying no. to say. So it must have been the so installer is screwing logic, with him. You have that to start your real. car first, then go to McDonald's. Don't ever stop your car. Exactly. That's why there's and a keep it running right. and keep it running. <laughs> That's why McDonald's started drive-throughs. It's because of the breathalyzer things. We had so many people God. getting DUIs, killing our business out here. <laughs> Maybe if they the never turned their cars off. I want to see that happen. I would love to see that happen. See, Brady, you gotta stop believing these yeah. things. Yeah, and here's man. the thing too: you gotta stop looking at us like you're angry about. Again, it. this is not something you should defend. You should say Again, maybe. Now, I wait. Prefaced, I said at the beginning, I've heard. Because you used it as your reference. But how do I know? Because I've never. But you used it as your reference. As that is your being. I've heard truth. people say even, that like something ridiculous combinations. Like a Diet Coke and a hamburger could, could trigger the, not start the uh, car. But Even you worse, defended how long it. have you been spreading this here, Yeah, Yes, that's true. The I've heard, ever since probably I've heard of someone talked about it. I don't run across too many <laughs> people. But it's like, a yes. car. It's and a it's, fact. Instead of saying it. the person no, that said I'll it is insane. No, I'll say fact beforehand. All right, no, Brady, come stop. on. You defended your position. You defended the position. Well, no, because the person, the reason why I was getting pissy is the person that I heard it from Made no, wasn't trying to jack me around. He had heard it. I'm like, interesting. I'd never bothered to idiot. check it with him. But then you passed it on. As, and then I as heard it again right. with someone who's saying now there's certain the foods. Going. Are they crazy? He's right. Hot wings. Hot wings can't. Hot do it. wings. Yeah, there's combinations. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't like question you. If you cook it in alcohol, yeah, maybe. But then you would have no. It burns away. Yeah. yeah. It's impossible. Yeah, I don't think that's diet. And, and the person that said hot wings weren't probably taking into account the couple of beers that he had before the hot <laughs> right. wings. 
We need one of those people from the interlock to come down here. So you just have to be more suspicious of your information and not defend it because we went crazy laughing. Yeah, at you it. did. And you guys, <laughs> and you, you should, get mad at no, us. Come you on, you should have been funny. with us on that. Yeah, you're not. You you're should not have been laughing, laughing just as much as we were at how insane what you had just said was. <laughs> not defending it. No, but I, I, I'm not defending it. Not now. It is now. not after Toledo ran right. in here with yeah. the real fact. Yeah. Well, Toledo. Uh, Said he, they they warned you right. See, this they is said where you care. get caught. Well, they want anything. Get it? But this I is where oh, it looks right. like so you're Toledo defending. Didn't have it. Oh, this yeah. is where it looks like you're defending it. You should just say yeah. Well, I kind of am crazy. because I didn't think. I mean, that sounds crazy to me when I hear it, but it is crazy. But I took it like, oh, that's fine because it's never going to happen so to me. So you're that. telling me that if I have a diet coke and two cheeseburgers and I have like three of them, which I've done, you better pull over. That I am legally probably <laughs> drunk. No. So that's why not what I was saying. So there's enough alcohol in that, though, that I, my car wouldn't blow. And so. I'm not saying it's alcohol. What they're saying is that <laughs> that compound, that combination, can prevent the car from starting. And you obviously believe this. Well, if that were I true, wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. But I, I don't know. I don't minute. know because Time I've out. never seen it. I'm no lawyer. But if that were true, I would imagine that the court system would have had to eliminate the blow starts oh, man. from We've so many it. false readings. Yeah. I, I believe the courts have a tougher time holding up the breathalyzer as the only thing of saying you're blowing your, your you know, but it measures the a point four. Pennies that's in the why mouth they go thing. back to the blood yeah. test. The blood test right, is the one the that is the most accurate. But the pennies in the mouth, the, the breathalyzer basically gives them right to say we're going to go down and take your blood. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically, it's not admissible because it can be tinkered with, but they get all their ducks in a row. But but yeah. you're saying a breathalyzer or a blow start in your car? Because a blow start in your car means you've already failed the blood and, test. And, and let me just say that when I was saying, again, that a combination like the person that was saying was Diet Coke and hamburger, there could be <laughs> Still funny. what he meant to say. Maybe he's saying it's certain things that can trigger the blow start, not... To let you able, you're not able to Your start Honor, the car. Your Honor, I would like to hold this witness as a hostile witness, please. Thank you. Just say it's crazy. Say I screwed up. Yeah, don't I, even say you screwed up. Just say that. that guy is nuts that told me that. Well, what I don't say that. Fine, that that can be crazy, but I Ugh. do not. I believe there's things on that blow start thing that could prevent it from starting the car yeah okay i'll give you this if you had a diet coke and burger in your mouth when you did it you blew it into the hole right <laughs> maybe you Clogged got a shot up. there <laughs> <laughs> Clogged it up. no my car won't start what did i th what was i doing i must be drunk this thing works yeah. <laughs> if the mcdonald's employee spiked your diet yeah, coke maybe with that. rum yeah that's a possibility i'll give you that all right here always brady's nutty scenario could be right or you the, can't tell the difference. Or between... he was drinking and he spit on your burger and he had been drinking. Even still, Ooh, if it's that's cooking, still a tough one. Yeah, <laughs> there's alcohol it's in that. It's just not enough to register that machine. <laughs> Here we go. Let's do this thing. It is time now for your Guadalupe Squares, just like the Hollywood Squares, except completely different and done right here in the beautiful downtown area of Guadalupe. Our special guest today, radio legend Chuck Powell, now an author, sits with us and helps out. And here's your host for the Guadalupe Squares, Mr. Creepy Bergeron. Creepy. Thank you, Johnny. Starting in the top left corner, he loves Arizona and all their weird bills. It's President uh, Obama. That's right. Uh, we got uh, that new bill uh, we just got rid of. Uh, Were you for or against it? I was, uh, which one uh, gets more uh, votes and uh, more tax money? Uh, probably against being against it would be save better. the homos. Yeah, you want to save, save the homos. Save the homos. I'm all for butt pirating. Uh, 
and anal sex between two consenting men. Uh, Brady, right. uh, I'm looking at you. I uh, need money for drone homos. Uh, <laughs> Come on, Mr. President. Out, uh, what's going on in your homo bedroom? Make sure you're not uh, homo terrorists. So we're all equal. <laughs> Top middle square. It's his birthday. He's 59, and he was a uh, parrot earlier. It's Gilbert Gottfried. That's right. Gilbert. Gilbert Gottfried here on his birthday. Hopefully, I got a book or something for a no. birthday present, Chuck. I don't think it's Wouldn't coming. Wouldn't it be great to get Quintessa so I could... <laughs> Wouldn't I be the logical choice for book on tape about a little girl who was born... Th- or what? World War Three as an assassin. <laughs> and of course it would be those touching moments where she's trying to find her father or something and has to kill the president of what? Prussia's back, I probably. <laughs> and then you've got that and she's wandering the earth like Kane from Kung Fu as I gently caress you verbally throughout the entire book. I apologize to all book readers. Ugh. Yeah, audio book for you. You're gonna do, you're gonna do the audio book. Welcome to the audio version of Contessa <laughs> by oh Chuck Powell. Brady will be the only one listening. And then she wanders over to Japan where she's wiped out by a nuclear tsunami because that's happened there before. And then and then she drowns, but she's part robot. We find out. Not a good and idea. And then a dog named Jerry <laughs> is swimming in the tsunami, but the nuclear energy has made him supersized like Clifford. And he rides. She gets on because of her training and rides back into the Orient to slaughter more people. Top right Quintessa, the feel-good hit of the spring. <laughs> we didn't uh, we didn't see him yesterday. We were looking around. It's his birthday tomorrow. Harry Carey hey, in the top right. Holy cow! Great to be here. Where were you, Harry? Cousin. Oh, I died 15 years ago, and yet you keep dragging me back every year for the brand new. Fergie did the uh, seventh inning stretch oh, yesterday. Who's the big red dog? Oh, uh, that's Jerry. That's Jerry. <laughs> Jerry rides. People ride Jerry in nuclear holocaust. Hey, I'd like a ride on Jerry. That sounds like a pretty good idea. They let all the homos in baseball now, I guess. I died right on time. Yeah, luckily. That would have been tough. You know, I've been dropping goggles on Dutchie for a while from heaven. Is she while still she alive? Sleeps, I haunt her and I throw some, some eye goggles on there. It's just my ghost testings. Boy, oh boy, does she wake up in a frenzy. She's going to be 120 by now. Probably. Middle left square. I think she got green mild by a Negro. <laughs> Middle left square. Oscars are this weekend. It's Jack Nicholson. Or they don't yeah. call him the Oscars anymore, do they? Why Just not? Academy Awards. I, I don't know what the hell you're talking about over there, but you're probably incorrect again, Eric. All right. Here comes another Oscar ceremony where I wasn't nominated, so who cares? Well, you're going right? to be there, right? Good you're always you. there. Watch that guy Owen Wilson host the show this weekend. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres. That's Ellen DeGeneres? Yeah, that's who a woman. Knew? Anyway, should be an interesting program. What's that smell? Jennifer Lawrence. Sorry about that. I just goggled you. I didn't he can't help himself, Jack. By a legend. It's an honor, sir. The middle square. He's a, an author? That's right. That's what it says on my sheet, anyway. That's right. It's a Brady Bogan, and he has a special That's guest right. with him. Chuck Powell, I believe. Hang on, And the end. <laughs> Woo! Just finished up my first novel, pal. Pretty easy. Uh, since Chuck's been here for the interview, I've penned my first book. Oh, wow. 400 poorly <laughs> written pages called uh, 
farts in the apocalyptic world. It's a book about apocalyptic book about farts because that's what I know. You gonna yeah. hog the square? Chuck is here too. Oh, hey, Chuck, what's going on? I've written also Bibles too. Jesus <laughs> again. Would you read his book, Chuck? Yeah. Would you read my book? Uh. <laughs> that's, that's an impression of yourself. Uh. If we're gonna, let me, uh, first off, let me just. Uh, if you're gonna copy my book, uh, <laughs> you gotta do yeah. the turtley thing. Uh oh, <laughs> uh -oh it's turned into a chuck off. <laughs> No, it was just Ooh, yeah. it's sexy. A chuck off. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm I'm just written another book. I've just written another book. Chuck off. Chuck off. It's called Chuck off. The <laughs> story of a post-apocalyptic turtle. I'm, I'm serious about my book. Mary's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. gonna mock it. Uh, That's pretty good stuff, right there. An impression of himself. I like <laughs> it. Middle right square. Uh, Daniel Craig's birthday is Sunday. He's 42, so Sean Connery's here to celebrate. Oh, yes, putting the bow on the present I plan to send to Daniel Craig. Well, what'd you, what you get him? That's nice Let of you. Let me just put the finishing touches that thing? inside the box. Happy birthday, Daniel Craig. There you go. <laughs> it's a Apple. fart in a box. No, I'm... That's more than a fart, my friend. <laughs> That's a, uh, yeah. Drop every year on. That's a what? February 28th, I drop a couple of deuces, <laughs> crab cakes into a box, and I send them anonymously to that hack Daniel Craig. That's Let horrible. me in on that. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Moore. Drop a deuce in there, Roger. <laughs> yes, we're the real ball. <laughs> That's right, we are. There's no doubt about it. I'll gaggle him. Holy cow, I just gaggled the bomb. Five and left squares. Brady, secret square. Give us a hint, Brady. How you guys doing? I'm 65 years old today. It's my birthday. I'm a singer. I was a former New York City cop. Baby, hold on to me. Yeah, my right. face. Oh, my God. This has become my an annual tradition. I got yeah, two tickets to paradise. <laughs> I can't figure it out. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Bottom middle square. He loves uh, his new pitcher, Teacup Addison Reed. It's Kurt Gibson in the bottom middle. Man, I love my new staff. I'm big on my staff of pitchers. Is he going to be your closer, Kurt? I'm for Addison Reed to close for me there. Kurt Gibson going to come out and take the ball from my starting pitcher, Bronson Arroyo, and his homo haircut. I'm going to give a ball to my closer, Addison Reed. What is that in your belt? Is that a, a blade? Made my sling blade. Oh. Name to kill you with it. Oh, why? Mm. why are you gonna kill me? Well, I, much to contrary belief, I'm still a manager of these here Diamondbacks, <laughs> and I'm gonna go ahead and get out there and manage them as I see proper. Alright, mm -hmm. sounds good. Something about me looks ill. <laughs> Something about me seems ill. Yet I still keep coming back healthier than ever. I look unhealthy. You do look unhealthy. I move weird. <laughs> My post-game conferences are getting a little stranger. I'm wearing a cheese necklace. Brady got me. I'm <laughs> ain't right. They That's keep from uh, They keep paying me. I'll keep showing up for my job. It's what I do. A cheese necklace from 1600 BC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it smells good. We got a Jew at first base. Seems like a good fella. Always been square Goldie. with me. His name Goldschmidt. All right, mm -hmm. we got to move along. Bottom right square. It's our boss, Trip Reeb. Apparently, he has a special guest as well. I don't know what's going on. Uh, yeah. Well, you got somewhere to be? I'm supposed to be snowboarding right now <laughs> up in uh, Utah. I'm not really interested in it, so I bring you uh, Dr. Lou Holtz to take my square. <laughs> All right. It's an honor and a privilege to be here. 
my goodness, I'm really, I'm really fascinated by this Bible too. <laughs> Father Bochef hasn't said a single thing about this human. I can't even imagine the sequel. You, you got to tell me more about this. I'm looking to find the church, Lou. <laughs> the Bible too, Lou, is about a guy named Jesus, and he's from Mexico. And when he loves Mexico. you, he means it. I'd be, I beg to differ with you, Brady. <laughs> Jesus is not from Mexico. Yeah, he is. I met him. He does my lawn. He's never... <laughs> All right, we got Alexandria. Mark May is playing Jesus, oh, by great. the way. I'm going to make him a black guy. He's got a gun now. I just got to draw the line there. <laughs> He's going to come back and haunt the Romans. <laughs> Yeah. This makes me and Mrs. Holtz uncomfortable. <laughs> we got Alexandria yeah. and Justin on the line. Alexandria, uh, so. Alexandria, are you there? I am. Justin, are you there? Yes, sir. Alexandria, pick a square. I'll pick um, Brady Bogan for the center. I think yeah, she said author. Prick. I'm Prick Brady Bogan, too. <laughs> Ouch! Yeah, I am an author. You ever read a book, Alexandria? Sure. Isn't that great? I got one out now. <laughs> You no. Bible 2. Not really. Co-written by Chuck Powell. You're kind of stealing Chuck's thunder. I'm oh, sorry about that. Chuck Powell's got his book. I uh, actually have a book. Uh, <laughs> what, what's it called, Chuck? What's your favorite band, Chuck? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Muse. Yes! <laughs> sorry, I just wanted to make him say it. All right, fire the question. All right, here's your question. True or false? Instant replay in baseball games. Uh, was approved for home run calls in 2010. The muse false. just hit me. I got an idea for another book. Oh, okay. <laughs> go, dog, go again. <laughs> Story of a dog who used to go a lot. And then the book like, ended. To the bathroom? I know. He just run around. Oh. Uh, and now he's doing it. He's got an idea. Post-apocalyptic dog. Post-apocalyptic dog. A dog that just survived the Holocaust. And then he's going to run again. Chuck Powell impression makes you sound really yeah. stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I like that idea. That's All a good right. book. That's Here a you. great idea. For, I just wrote a screenplay, Pompeii 2. <laughs> that, that mountain's mad again. That's going to be a boring movie. Cinderella's List. All right. No? True or false on the, the home run calls? Instant replay in baseball games was approved for home run calls, you say? Yeah, in 2010. True or Shoot, false? Shoot, I don't know. Just say yeah, true or false. Yeah, all right, false. true. That seems about right. <laughs> all right. Like three years ago, four years ago? Yeah. That seems about right. All right, true. he says true. Do you agree or disagree? I agree. No, nah, it was false. Ah, 2008. Oh, gets uh, a square. I could have told you that. <laughs> Just, yeah, you're should have right. gotten to my sports guy, yeah. but he's so slow. <laughs> We'd miss Larry's show if we let him say it. <laughs> Justin, you're That's up. That's not a bad thing. Let Chuck talk more. You're pick a square, Justin. You're up. I'll take the uh, secret square. Ooh. Take me home tonight. You any got me, bro. Any idea? Any uh, money? Hey, yeah. Oh, right. get to square Alexander. I'll be at a casino near you. You can take Harry Carey for the block. I'll take Harry Carey for the block. Top right square. How are you? You know, as long as I've been coming here, Eric has not spelled my name once right until today. What? That's bullcrap. Look at that. You spelled Carrie right for the first time that ever. Is, I appreciate that's garbage. Great work, Eric, as we look to the future of the Chicago Cubs. Let's take a look at their lineup. Oh, boy. Wow, is <laughs> this a good, tough lineup? Uh, what's an Emilio Bonifacio? You see that uh, guy Bonifacio. we have named Judy? 
We got a guy named Judy on the team. What the hell's this world coming to? We got homos and ladies in the locker room. I feel like Tanner from the Bad News Bears. Got a Jew, a speck, a black kid, and a booger picker, and now a girl. Harry, it's not right to talk like that. What's on second base? Looks like an Asian kid to me. This isn't a video game. Get off my field, boy. When Barney is only half Asian. Uh, true or false? In 1973, the DH was established. Is that true or false? Boy, I you were around then. I was around, but I don't remember much of the 70s. As you can recall, <laughs> I was busy blowing stuff up at Comiskey Park, and probably in '73, watching Reggie Jackson rape a lot of ladies. <laughs> you got to bring that up. I was up. out in the Oakland area. He got away with murder up there. Yeah. Hey, I got to tell you, I don't know what a DH is, but I know Dave Kingman was the first one. Oh, okay. So I'm going to go ahead and say false. Because right. there are a lot of years baseball was played, and you just narrowed it down to one. So I'm taking the odds here. All right, he says false. Do you agree or disagree? I agree. I should have done that. Oh, boy. It's a sweep. That's a sweep. loses. Boy, oh, boy. Bummer. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, you sound excited, Justin, like a Cub fan in April. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, Ron Bloomberg was the first DH. Uh, That's what you think, pal. <laughs> Baby, hold on to you, me. Ron Bloomberg himself. was the first Jew DH. Now he's turned himself into butthead. Dave Kingman was the first real DH. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, Chuck, pal. The Contessa and her stuff. <laughs> yes. Let's read your book. Uh, page one. Uh, 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 boring. <laughs> page two, word. Shut words. up, Beavis. <laughs> yeah. Try to, uh, try to launch a career, Beavis. Man, like this thing would probably uh, light on fire pretty easily. I don't know. <laughs> 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 Another piece of TP. I got a tattoo of a butt. <laughs> yeah, got on it your on my butt. butt. I've seen it. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty realistic. <laughs> pretty lifelike, man. That's what I think. Look, Larry's here. <laughs> Larry's, Larry's here. Larry, Larry the dog. I have a tracheotomy, but I love the way you guys are talking. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because I like the way you talk. Matt, and I like the way you talk. I don't worry, making fun of my voice. Kurt Gibson aimed to kill you now. <laughs> All right, that's it. Let's get the hell out of here. Too much fun. It's good to be on top, isn't it? Yeah! So get on top and ride with the top morning show in town and the best of Holmberg's morning sickness.